I got it. Text my client, I'm gonna be behind because my daughter playing games. That shit crazy. Off at 1.30 be that shit. Oh, that's fans. Boom. We live. Ain't nobody in here yet. I bet you Omar be the first one in here. Watch. Yeah, he be chill. I wasn't Omar. It's Late Show 42. <laughs> Late Show 42, what's up? I thought Omar was going to beat you in here. <clears throat> Mongo, what's up? Peace, 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 peace. Man, Uncle in the building. You know what I mean? We about to get into some shit. You know, get y'all lunch break jumping. Um, give me a second, y'all. Um, let me see. Let me text. Yeah, the, the Brazil didn't pile up for a minute. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, here we go. Yeah, y'all, come on in here. Come on in here. We in here. We just, you know, waiting to get to 100,000 before we start. Um, right, we don't want to jump too soon. Right. <laughs> All right. All right, all right, I did that. So, boom, I'm gonna leave in five minutes. Boom. All right. Why the hell my other camera not on? You can switch. You can switch views. Yeah. 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 Nigga got the hyped up. Hype Williams, nigga. Yeah, we can um I got three cameras. I got three different um cameras at different angles. Dang. I'm over here in the hood with it in a car. <laughs> I'm about to go jump in the whip in a minute. I'm over here. And the whip van winkle. Yeah, whip van winkle. Here jump in the whip, but I definitely wanted to start the show because <clears throat> we had a um a nice audience and a nice build yesterday. So it seemed like there's a couple different sweet spots during the day that you can um get in and um you know have everybody especially when people at work they definitely you know can put a head put their earphones on and listen while they working. Right, and actually, you know, because a lot of people listen to music in different podcasts is why they working. Definitely get something out of you. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Mongo, I'm definitely going to beat him up again today. Like, this this is an everyday thing for me. You know what I mean? Like, I just come on, no sources, beat their asses, and keep it moving. You feel me? (laughs) They got to do all that shit running the sources. They don't know what they talking about. I keep telling y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I yeah, am the source. The expert. Yeah, he is the source. <laughs> he outdoes the experts. The hell with the experts. 
they working in the field. They know nothing. <laughs> I am the source. Now go look up the shit that I say, and I guarantee you, y'all gonna find the source for it. That's y'all job. Prove chef wrong. If if the shit I say, if y'all go look it up, and there's no source for it nowhere, right? Then basically I gotta hit the live button for the next week and I can't talk. It's just I just gotta sit here and look stupid. You feel me? If I if y'all ever catch me, like I ain't saying my source. I'm not saying the things that I'm saying uh, is 100% accurate, but I'm saying at least I got that shit from somewhere. I ain't make it up. I've read the shit somewhere. Trust me. <laughs> from somewhere. I don't know where. I'm not quite sure where. What, what moment in time I found it. I ran across it two, three years ago when I was on. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm not saying I'm not I'm listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I heard it somewhere before. See, somebody be like, yo, I heard that somewhere before. I'm telling you, I read this shit somewhere before. You know, I'm See, not I making mean. it up. So read it out of one of Malachi York books don't yeah, count though, dog. No, listen. <laughs> I'm definitely ain't reading the pickle man prophecy. Oh, the pickle man prophecy, yo. <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Yo, if I'd have ever seen that book while I was in that shit, nigga, I'd have left immediately. Damn. The pickle man. The what pickle the man world? prophecy. That is nuts. Pickle, the pickle on pickle. Unk, they saying they saying your mic sound good today. That's because he's sitting still, he ain't flying down the highway. Flying down the highway, yo. About to start flying, though. Let me get over here and sit down for a minute. Have a good show, man. Let the building pile up, man. Right, let the peanut gallery gather. Let them, he who has an ear, let them hear. How he said, yep. Hey, for yep. all y'all people that's not getting vaccinated, right? How my man can't say, let me get this right. He said, Yo, may you, what did he say, may your fortune. May, may fortunes always be in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these niggas been gone crazy. <laughs> I think that's what he said. May, <laughs> may your fortunes, may your the meaning, nigga, don't strike out. Don't do it. You gotta get a hit every time. Every time you go outside when you're not vaccinated, yo, you gotta get a hit. Can't make no mistakes. Yeah, imagine mm -hmm. that life, yo. Yep. I ain't gonna say no names because he in the middle of going through it right now. But one of my anti-vax buddies trying to tell him, hey, everybody arguing me down, right? I'm not gonna give you no locale because if I give you a locale, it's gonna be the cat out of the bag. I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna take advantage of somebody that has that, that has COVID-19, the disease. I'm not gonna do it. I'll wait till they get well, then I'll bang on them. All right. Right. Yeah. We gotta make sure y'all don't kick the button. It makes sure you don't I kick mean, the kick, kick the bucket before we right. start going in on y'all. <laughs> right. That'd be crazy. We'll yeah. wait for y'all to survive it. And then we're going to tell you how stupid you is. You know Come what I mean? Back, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> crazy. It, it, trust me, coronavirus is always available for Black people to get. It's not, it's not leaving your stores anytime soon. 
okay? It's in the stores. Matter of fact, it's everywhere humans are. You can find your local coronavirus. It's a fact. That's a fact. All right, let's see. We got almost 30 people in the building. We can start. All right, let me say what's up, Late Show, Mongo, B-Money, uh, Benita. My name is Tika, um, Timothy Parker, my man Zane. Keep that chat going, Zane. Mika, Mika One, keep that chat going. Um, and y'all can say anything y'all want in the chat. Yeah, man. Well, I'll be putting people out. Yeah, I don't care what y'all say. You know what I mean? As long as you don't call, now you can't call me a police and an agent, though. Because then I'm going no. off and I'm gonna block you forever. That's a block forever. Wrong button, bro. Yeah. I got the police cybers. Hold on. No, that's the no, that's the wrong one. Hold on. No, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Give me a second. Bro. I got I got no, that's the wrong one. All right, we go. <laughs> There we go. 7-9 Adam, this is Central BCC. Multiple SWAT units responding code 3 to CP at 127th and Adelaide. Barricade situation. <laughs> we are the police. <laughs> yo, something's wrong with this guy, Chappelle, yo. We are the police. <laughs> Police, y'all silly ass. That's right. <laughs> Gonna throw you CEOs in jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a SWAT, a hostage situation. You feel me? Y'all pseudos, y'all pseudos then hijack. Yeah, you know I mean, the goddamn community, and there's a hostage situation going on. <laughs> so we the goddamn SWAT team. We coming to free, you. yeah, we coming to motherfucking free our people from this fucking hostage situation caused by Dr. Phil Valentine and the rest of them nuts. Got y'all minds arrested. We coming to free y'all. SWAT police, the pseudo police. 7-9 Adam, this is Central BCC. Multiple SWAT units responding code three to CP at 127th and Adelaide. Barricade situation. <laughs> Got y'all barricaded behind misinformation. So we SWAT. We ain't the damn police though. We swap. The police yeah. call us. Yeah, they call, the police, us. call us. <laughs> we the we big police. Mental, yeah, we have a <laughs> mental barricade situation. All okay. right? Y'all stuck. Y'all running around while pe people is dropping dead. You think that when you walk outside, you're supposed to see black bodies all in the street. That's not how it works. You just hear, oh, Billy just died. Boop. Oh, my cousin's friend just died. Boop. Oh, sudden such that's how it's coming now. So, mm -hmm. so watch this, yo. You will never hear. I don't like to use the word never, but for the most part, you will never hear people dropping dead from a vaccine. It seems to be the only people drop dead from vaccines are white people because white people purport that, but black people you never hear about that in the community. But you hear about them catching coronavirus and you hear about them dying. That's very, 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 very interesting to me. Yes, it is. Man, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely an agent, y'all. Whatever that means, I'm that. <laughs> like it doesn't affect me at one. At, that's pseudo to call somebody an agent and the police. First off, 
we just up here giving information. If somebody information disagrees with yours, then all of a sudden they're goddamn um a agent. Like that's crazy. So you can't even correct people nowadays. You can't even disagree with them, right? <clears throat> and w- without being called an agent, and I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? That, yeah, you gotta call me SWAT. Yo, I'm gonna start yeah. start to get mad. Yo, just call me SWAT. We coming to kick that door and snipe you the fuck out. What doing. Right, that's about to do. Yep, choke you out for doing that. But be on the lookout. <laughs> be on the lookout for Rizzo Islam. Has a bow tie and a crazy suit. He might be having a pocket full of Navy beans. Yeah, a pocket full of Navy beans. That's funny <laughs> as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Guarantee, yo. Guarantee. Right, let me see. Let me see. Boom. All right. Unk, I'm about to run, jump in the car. Give me one so second. One sec. One sec. One All right. All right. Give me a second, y'all. Let me. Boom, I'm back, y'all. Um, <clears throat> but I'm about to go run, jump in the car. My daughter got out early today, so I'm going to um, run, pick up. They was doing some type of testing at our school. So I'm going to do the rest of the show, probably the next 30 minutes from the car. <clears throat> um, Jody, I'm definitely the police. I'm definitely an agent. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. <laughs> Yo, doom, hey, doom, doom. Hey, Jehudi, this camera, Chris, and I keep telling uh, the camera that y'all looking at right now. All right, let is, me see. It's a goddamn webcam. Yeah, it ain't that, Chris. Let me see. Switch it. Let me see. Let me make my determination. Hey, Chris, you bullshit. I ain't got the other one hooked up, but this one is a goddamn webcam. I keep telling you, you can go get a Logitech Brio 1080p or 4K webcam, and all you need is a oh, light yeah, the 4K. source. Yeah, oh, yeah, the 4K. Yeah, all you need is a light source. And, you know, it, 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 uh, it'll be better. I, I'm telling you, uh, Kevin Samuels and them use a goddamn webcams. Oh, yeah, they, I think they do. Yeah, he used webcams. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it'll definitely up the game, you know what I mean? And it's only um it's only about the top webcam will only be around 150. Oh most. yeah, I was about to pay six. So you say don't pay exactly. that six. Don't pay that six. You just need a good light source, right? A good light source for the camera, right? Because if you don't have a good light source, the the uh the camera it, it'll be grainy, right? So you just need a good light source. Properly light yourself, right? And um, yeah, it, it do a hell of a job. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I got to keep my eye on you. You be yeah. trying to keep me a step behind that because you don't no. never bring no sources. So you want your camera to look better. Well, no, I, I, it, it I, I don't that. know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, look, I don't know. When you get to a point where you want to spend the money and up it, I say do it. You feel me? But it's stages to it. You feel me? 
Why, why not just put the with the one fifty? I already got three, nigga. Yeah, hey, shout out to them donations I got yesterday too. Donations, got some good donations. Run them donations. donations. I got some good donations. I did. I really did. I don't. The person don't let me call their name, so I ain't gonna call. I ain't gonna call their name. Um, but I yeah. think Meek and them put my cash app in the other day, and I definitely got some donations. So I appreciate that. But when y'all send cash apps. Put y'all name on the note. So I can at least shot y'all out. I don't even know who y'all are. You know what I mean? How you gonna send somebody $25 and stuff and don't uh put your name on that motherfucker? Like I don't know y'all Cash App names. Like, it's crazy. <clears throat> but I recognize y'all in the chat. Um, so yeah. Um, hey, uh, let me do this. Let me put myself in here first. Hold on, let me send Fitz and them the, the joint. Mika um, and Zane, I'm about to put the um, link in the chat real quick so y'all can have it. Yeah, so I put it in there. I don't want niggas jumping on right away. Oh, all right, all right. I don't want niggas jumping on the crazy shit right away. Not right away. Yeah, yeah, you want to start the show and get, get the information. With the halfway. Then, yeah. yeah, with the halfway. <clears throat> Cut a nigga off. Uh, Double Omar back back. Hey Omar, I beat you. You know what I mean? Uh, who beat you in here? Late show beat you in here. You usually always be first, but late show got you today, bro. All right, let me signal was wrong. All right, let me send this to. Yo, my daughter waiting for me, yo. I knew she about to go crazy. <laughs> and I got ride all the way downtown again. <laughs> Damn, where part downtown? Fells Point. <clears throat> Damn, that's down past downtown. Mm. You know, you know, I used to go to school for the art show off Cathedral Street, yo. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah, my daughter oh. private school down there. It nice was a boys' home. Down. You know, it was crazy. It was a boys' home down there, right? Mm-hmm. And so I used to go that motherfucker wearing lambs and shit. You know what I mean? Park Heights, nigga. You know how I do it. Niggas was acting like they was trying to rob me, yo. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I was like, what, nigga? I'm not the school for the arts, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I just look this way. Is you shit, nigga? No. I said, we're not doing that, bro. You need to go get one of them white boys or whoever you think you get, nigga. I ain't the one, nigga. Man, we used to, man, listen. It only took one time thoroughly stomping them out and slinging them over the wall that they realized, yo, that I just probably need to focus on somebody else. Yeah, we need focus one good time. Mm-hmm. Just one good time, that's all. Right, yeah, I always tell my kids, man, listen, man, don't be the mark, yo, because people are going to keep trying. You feel me? You might as well just go out on your sword like Dante Wilder did. Trust me, the white boy don't want to fight him no more. How about that? They don't want to fight him no more because it might not go that way. I right? ain't want to fight him the, uh, the third time. Nope, he tried to get out of that fight. So, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that nigga caught COVID. <laughs> like, he t- <laughs> every motherfucking thing. Everything in the building, didn't he? Everything in the motherfucking building. And, I say this. He definitely um 
he definitely another conspiracy, but uh, Tyson Fury was supposed to be counted out on that second knockdown. All the time. You know, they get in and keep getting up. After All the, the second knockdown, the commentators, if y'all go back and watch it, the commentators that was actually commentating the fight, Andre Ward, who is a, a world um, champion boxer. Right? Undefeated. And was once undefeated. undefeated and was once pound for pound. He said during the broadcast, that is an extremely slow count. I don't know what's going on. He said this during the broadcast. Now, after the broadcast, they went back and ran the, uh, the time clock. Deontay, I mean, Deontay Wilder, second knockdown on Tyson Fury came at around 18 seconds. It only supposed to be 10, room. right? Yeah, oh. it, hold on. Yeah, it, the, 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 uh, the in the ring clock was at 18 seconds. He didn't fully get up until two seconds was left on that clock. So from the time he hit the ground, it was around 15 seconds he was down on the fucking ground. And the, and the, and the guy was giving him a slow, uh, a slow count. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, the, the uh, what you call it, the referee still counts when you're on your feet. Just because you on your feet don't mean that the count is over. Y'all got to remember that too. Y'all done seen people be on their feet and the ref is still counting because he can see that the guy's not collected yet. Just because you on your feet don't mean that you collected and ready to fight yet. So he continue a count. Then he grab your gloves. He wipe your gloves off right on his shirt in case you got any debris from the... um. Cause you know, you gotta use, yeah, any debris on your gloves from being on the canvas. So he then takes your gloves and wipe them off on the front of his shirt to make sure you don't cut nobody with no debris or uh, get something in uh, the, your uh, opponent's eye. So you're getting more time right there. When he wiping your gloves off, then he back up from you and he asks you, can you continue to fight? Are you okay? Right? And he looking at you the whole time. Right, so all of this time, this dude is actually getting himself together. So it's, you know what I mean? So it, it ain't like we, he wasn't really hurt. He was hurt like a motherfucker. He even said it. Yeah, all up, of the, yeah. yeah, all of the extra time you get, you know what I mean? He definitely, but from his, from him hitting the canvas to him getting back on his feet was actually 15 seconds and other um, announcers that was announcing the fight, commentators were saying that the uh, count was extremely slow. And he stopped his count because Deontay Wilder, he stopped his count at five. Think about this, Unc. At five, he stopped his slow count and went and told Deontay Wilder that he was in the wrong uh, corner. What? Because yeah, oh, Deontay man. Wilder was... Uh, he said he was kind of off because he got hit behind the ear. So when he knocked him down, the ref told him, go to the neutral corner. And when he told him, go to the neutral corner, Deontay Wilder was still <laughs> walking around and he walked into the wrong corner. The ref had started to count, right? So when right. he got the five, he seen out of his peripheral that Deontay Wilder wasn't in the neutral corner. So hmm. he stopped the count at five, went over and put Deontay Wilder back in his uh, 
um, neutral corner, then went back and picked up the count at like, what? yeah, he picked this count back up from like five. Oh, now man. there's a dude outside the ring called the timekeeper. If the referee gets distracted, the timekeeper keeps counting. Right. 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 The timekeeper. Oh, let me turn my camera back on. My daughter is going to kill me. My daughter is going to kill me. Um, <laughs> all right. So look, the guy outside the ring, the, uh, the timekeeper, right. is sometimes called the snap count keeper, but the timekeeper, right. right? Mm -hmm. He is sitting there. And when the guy hits the canvas, right. He's starting to count, right. He's starting to count the ref comes up and picks up the count from where the goddamn um, timekeeper is at. So when he put Deontay Wilder back in this corner, he should have looked at the uh, the timekeeper and see where the timekeeper was at at his count. Because the timekeeper is counting along with the ref, right? It's Correct. not just the Correct. ref counting. When the ref start counting, the timekeeper start counting with him to keep the count. Correct. Now, the, the referee got get uh, distracted by Deontay Wilder not being in the neutral corner. He stops his count and goes right. over and corrects Deontay Wilder. So when he comes back, he goes to look and see where the timekeeper is at. Right? right. So pick up, it's called picking up the count. Yeah. And picking it, he didn't do that. He started his count from where he left off at, which gave so, uh, uh, Deont uh, Tyson Fury more time. Now, Tyson Fury definitely beat Deontay Wilder up. Nobody is saying he didn't. But nope. according to the rules of boxing, he got knocked out. Got knocked out. Like, like, like they're the rules. You, you was down for more than 10 counts. Yeah, it's a so, 10 count. So who you think I'm going to blame for that? I, I'm going to blame Deontay Wilder's corner for that. And no, let I'm me blame give you the uh -uh, I'm gonna get nope. I'm gonna blame Dante Wilder corner for that. Cause watch this. If you watch basketball, right, and you watch these good coaches, like let me give you an example, Phil Jackson. So it's gonna be times it's in the seven game series or something like that, right? And mm -hmm. that that means when you're in the championship seven game series, it's when to go the fuck home. So you'll watch the gamesmanship and, and, and the expert coaching by like a a a a, a, a Phil, right? So what Phil will do is. If you feel like Kobe is not getting the call, right, or something's mm -hmm. going on, or Jordan, what he'll do is, yo, not he might make some noise during the game, but in that motherfucking press conference, yo, he pressing, he pressing, he pressing. He's saying, yo, he, he's highlighting the issue. He's highlighting the issue over and over and over again, right? This is the same scenario we was in that first fucking fight. Deontay Wilder's corner, or people with him, didn't push, didn't push, didn't push. The expert Mayweather, right? He would always push issues when things wouldn't transpire the way he felt like it should be. Let me give you another example. Uh, uh, your man, Lamar Jackson, right? He's He wasn't getting those calls of roughing the passer. So in the press conference, right, him, the coach, they immediately start pressing the issue. That next game, he got some calls. And so Deontay Wilder and them, Right, you never leave it in the hands of nobody else. You take command of your situation. Right, so so they didn't make enough noise. If it was me, I'd have complained about that shit so much. Oh, they'd they'd have been scared not to pick the count up the proper way. I'd have showed them the rule book. 
that all the press conferences, I'd have broke out the rule book. I'd have broke out how it's supposed to be. I'd have brought, I'd let them know, yo, you supposed to look over there and pick up the cap. I'd have did all of that. So the fact that they didn't do that and let them get away with the same thing again, yo, I got to blame them, yo. That's why sometimes when you see me go on Sarnetta joint, right? When they start that book, I immediately call it out. I immediately keep saying it. Matter of fact, I did it so much that Sarnetta just starts saying, well, you know what, yo, I'm going to let you get it out, all that shit out before I even bring somebody in. Sarnetta just like to bring people in from nowhere, like, like, the, like the Kung Fu movie, where you just start pointing at people, sending them at you. That's the type of shit he like to do, right? So I, 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 I counseled all that. Like, dude, you bringing people in, you taking attention away from what the lesson's supposed to be, though. Um, this is what we're not going to do. Now you see everybody else trying to do that now where if you hear them say, oh, don't bring nobody on yet. Yeah, because I because I pressed that issue like that. I felt like I never was getting my due proper, right? I felt like I was always having to fight three, four, five, ten pseudos at a time, right? They would always be allowed to say what they want to say, cut in. When it was my time, you know what I'm saying, to speak the shit, right? I was always getting favored in the wrong direction. So, you know what I'm saying? I changed that. So I say all that to say, yo, whenever you're in situations, any type of contest, any type of conversation, yo, yo, man, you, you got to express yourself, yo. So and I'm feeling like wilder than them, right? They, they didn't they didn't do it right. That, that should have been the highlight of every press conference. Well, you know the last time, right, not trying to show the ref up, we did not get proper count. Let me show you. Show the game film. See, the proper way, based off the rule book, based off of the Nevada a commission, is to, when a person gets knocked down, you put me in my neutral corner, but the count has already started, right? So when the ref comes back to the person, he has to go to the person, the timekeeper, and pick up the count because the timekeeper is keeping the official time. They should have pressed that shit out. And I'll be damned they didn't. Right, they was more or less worried about the crazy gloves, right? Which they, you, if you look at the video about the gloves, this time when they went and dealt with the gloves, Wait. right? They, Wait, they started, here. you know what I'm saying? Looking at, Stop. uh, what's that, your dog? Yo, yeah, I mean, you crazy. This time when they looked at the gloves, right, they started really getting real technical to the point where they had to start cutting gloves open. And I learned a lot from the gloves. Right? Looking at them damn gloves, Wilder should have went with the horse hat gloves. They seem to be a little more harder on the skin. I don't know. But anyway, that's the point I wanted to make. Let me see who in the building, man. Where we at? Where we at? All right, so I guess we're talking about diversity right now, okay? Um, somebody say stop clapping and slapping. <laughs> That's funny, yo. All right, so listen, what we want to talk about, let me see. I'm not wrong. You know what you're talking about, man. They keep the, it's the official, time is time, man. I'm not wrong, bro. You obviously don't know boxing, yo. I'm telling you, yo, you look at the time, keep it to pick up the time, man. You know what you're talking about. The referee don't keep time, man. All right? Simple as that. I'm telling you, the official time is with the timekeeper, and you look at him to pick up the time. You don't know what you're talking about, yo. Pull that rule book up. Shut me up. Yeah, shut me up. Shut me down. And I say, you know what? You got me. I'm wrong. 
I'll definitely do that. Definitely say I'm wrong, but I know I'm not wrong, though. Everybody know that. Everybody understands the rules, but everybody obviously don't. So let, let, let's get into the diversity aspect of everything, yo. What are we talking about when we talk about diversity? What do you mean? So whenever we talk about diversity, that was the, the what I want to say, the impetus, don't want to use that word. That was the thing that caused humans to be in a mode to handle infectious diseases, to handle surviving on earth. Because diversity is the thing that helps promote successful, viable offspring, the mere diversity. So one thing just can't come in and wipe you out. This diversity could be a response to viruses, right? We, we, we know that, 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 that the DNA, all right, actually has viruses a part of it. So sometimes you, can, you, can't, you can't beat them. How do they say if you can't beat them, join. So, so our, our DNA at the very onset uh, had, a, had a battle with viruses, okay, to the point where viruses are incorporated. There's a certain percentage of our DNA right, that has been incorporated with viruses, okay? So there's, there, there's bacteria that develop to fight against other bacteria. We now know there's good bacteria and bad bacteria. It used to be, go ahead and give the antibiotics, kill all the damn bacteria. That's like dropping a, a, a thermonuclear weapon in a situation. These days, they have field nukes. A field nuke can actually be placed in a specific place you ain't got to blow up everybody. Well, the enemy is here. We got the non-combatants over here, 500 feet away, 700, 1,000 yards away. We can drop a nuke right there instead of just dropping a nuke and getting everybody. That's what the antibodies did. It wiped out the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. But you know how science is self-correcting based off of really understanding uh, bacteria and viruses. They recognize that that's not what to do. We don't want to kill all the bad bacteria, the good bacteria. Your body needs a good bacteria in your stomach, all these things. And so it's diversity, which actually is the key to survival. That's why the mRNA vaccine is essential, okay? Because it's able to keep up with the arms race. So I'm pretty sure y'all heard me say this before, but we're actually in an arms race. The arms race is against viruses and bacteria. Human beings are forged through evolution by way of natural selection. Human beings fighting against diseases that get you sick that have been forged by evolution. We're, we're actually watching this whole thing play out right in front of our eyes. This is the perfect playground to understand evolution. Whenever you hear variant, right, that's actually evolution, a variant, a variation from the original. So, so you see these viruses, humans respond, the human body responds, okay? 
and viruses respond. I always give that example of mice or rats and rat poison. So you'll have 10 rats, you'll give them some poison. Eight of them will die. One will get sick and won't nothing happen to the other one. So once again, 10 rats, give them some rat poison. Eight of them get sick. No, eight of them die. One gets sick, don't die. And one don't even get affected. They have babies. They give rise to viable offspring. When I use the term viable offspring, I'm talking about the ability to give birth or the ability to lay, to lay semen in the female variety to give birth. Okay? So, like, for instance, in the wild, early homo sapiens sapiens, if a person was mentally ill, they wouldn't be a viable offspring. Right? Because they wouldn't be able to do the function. What we don't understand is you're, 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 as an organism, and I got to choose my words clearly, as an organism, the only reason you're here is to give rise to viable offspring. You can think anything you want to think and, and, and come at it any way you want to twist it and put your little religion on it, but as a biological organism, the only way, the only reason you're here is to produce valuable offspring, not just produce something, right? Not just to have a baby, but to give rise to a valuable offspring. That's why homo sapiens sapiens, uh, the babies, you know, stay, stay with the parents longer than any other mammal. Okay? Because you're trying to get them to the, uh, uh, the spot where they produce how they say it, your damn grandkids. Okay? So, so that's what I mean when I say viable offspring. So let's go back to the rats. So those rats, two survive. Out of the two to survive, one got sick, and the other one, you know what I'm saying, ain't nothing happened to them. Right now, we got cases of people who, who, who are not affected by coronavirus. Very, very slim, but they're human beings walking right now, right? They have some type of super antibodies that don't even get affected by coronavirus. This is called evolution. And so they study these people and say, well, damn, what do they got? What it is? We know, right, that there, that there seems to be, right, seems to be low rates of coronavirus in certain populations. Okay? Oh, let me see if I can get across here. All right. All right. There, there, there seems to be. Now, that could be, like, say, in Africa, they don't have great reporting systems based off of infrastructure, okay? We, we, we want to make sure we add that in there, okay? Based off of trying to do everything but that. You know, like, they, they just don't have access to, to modern stuff, and so they're not reporting it, and they, and, 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 and they consider themselves handling themselves. So we don't, we, don't, we don't necessarily know their rates, right? And so we don't want to jump to no conclusions, right? But we, don't, we definitely don't want to leave that out. But there are human beings, okay, that has been proven not to just catch it. It is what it is. Just like there are humans that fare well in that process, right? Like I said, less than, you know, 2% of the people die to get coronavirus. 
But that doesn't speak to the other people that have long-term COVID, long-haul COVID, or, 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 or just certain uh, side effects from catching the disease called uh, coronavirus, right? There's a lot of factors in this right here, right? And then we'll explain. I'll, I'll, I don't want to go too deep into the coronavirus thing, but I want to get back to variation and how a variant is simply a mode of evolution. Okay, simple as that. When we talk about variation, right? We're talking about a variation from the original, a strain, right? Maybe two proteins different, right? This is essential. This is important in understanding. So understanding evolution would have went a long way for the community and, and combating the misinformation on the subject matter. Okay, so now you got you got different variety of trees. How come all trees aren't the same? Because insects attack trees. Trees do certain things. If all trees was the same, if a particular bacteria would attack a tree, it would kill all the trees. But since there's different variations and different genetic makes, makeups and different this and that, certain trees have different mechanisms that will fight off certain bugs. This, this takes place based off of variety. So let's go back to the rats again. So now those rats that survive, they give birth to valuable offspring, right, that now may have the potential, may have the potential to, to, to fight against the poison that you gave their parents. Things have mutated and transformed that they might have protection, right, against the quote-unquote poison that you gave them. That's why you'll find out when you're dealing with pesticides and stuff like that, you can't keep giving the same pesticides because over time, these insects, they breed, they don't all die, and they, they call it develop a resistance. That's why we talked about the antibiotics, right? They develop superbugs. What is a superbug? A superbug is a bug that has developed a resistance to the antibodies. That's why they say you got to take all your medicine because you got to kill all of them. Even with that, the process of evolution is at play because you never kill all the rats. Some of them will mutate. Now what you see these variants, some of these variants could potentially, potentially escape their immune system. We know for a fact that when you're dealing with AIDS, right? When you're dealing with AIDS, the virus itself actually hides Portion of the virus can actually, how do you say it? What's the word I want to use? They say you can actually, what's the word I want to use? I want to say, hold on. Escape, avoid, or hide from the antibodies that you have produced. That's why the AIDS thing is so crazy. And the AIDS thing, they have, and the AIDS things have different types of receptors. So you think you block one receptor and it connects you to the cell with the other one. Hey, hey, right? hey, uh, Corey and them in the weight room, yo. All right, let me see how I get. Oh, shit. All right, let me see. Oh, I got him in there. Hold on. Oh, it, why don't pop up on the phone? It's supposed to pop up on that, right? Oh, Yo. Yo. What's good? What y'all talking about? What y'all talking about? Variation and evolution, variation in the human population. I'm trying to give, uh, I'm trying to lay a solid foundation, okay? Um, mm -hmm. You know how Charles Darwin did, yo, he didn't, he, he, 
he slicked, he, he slicked people to death. He just talked about plants. So oh, before I dove on the human population, huh? I can't hear no, I was you. Burning with you. Oh. Yeah, so what Charles Darwin did was he hold tell up, up. Is that my phone or your phone? You good me. Huh? That's your phone. But you give me all oh, how you said the nigga from uh what's it called? Gotcha. <laughs> it's such you the zone. What's going on, Fritz? I must just be listening in there. What's good? You good? What up, man? Oh, I see you got. I see you got the little queen in there. Yeah. Just Shout out to the little queen, man. Spend that time, yo, with the baby, man. That's that's a delicate, serious situation for all queens, yo. Then yeah, spend time, yeah. right? With, with, with the young ladies, man. Shout mm -hmm. out for being a father, bro. Shout out. Yeah, yeah big up everyone, big up Vince. Yeah, appreciate you coming through, yo. That was, a, mm. that was a great conversation we had yesterday, bro. Appreciate your input all the damn time, bro. Mm -hmm. But I ain't mad if you cuss me out sometime, though, Britt. <laughs> you cuss me out. Because <laughs> I might cuss you out, so don't Unite goes. Unite goes already. We do, we agree to disagree a lot, but that doesn't change our relationship. You know, we're all brothers. It's bare love. Yeah, that's right. Cause we fight for the same thing for sure, yo. Mm. Well, that's real, right there. I gotta give you that. That's a real point. So, all right. So, real fast. So, I'm laying the foundation. I wanted to talk about real fast how Darwin he strictly talked about. Um, the biological organisms that were plants and animals. And he stayed away from the issue of human beings. Because as soon as you mention human beings, people fly off the roof. But what I will tell you is the same forces that forge and form the variety of plants, the same forces that forge and, and, and shape the variety of animals is the same forces that shape and form the animal that is homo sapiens sapiens. That's the piece that most people can't get around based off of their religious orientation. So I just want to definitely put that in there. Hold on. Yeah, I agree totally. Make sure we got that. Make sure we got that in play right there. Hold on. All right, so where was I at? I was talking about Darwin, what he did. I talked about the rats. I talked about that. Um, let me see, the rats. Talked about that. I talked about the antibiotics. Okay, so with that, we should have a, a, a clear foundation. So now, now when we talk about Africa, now we can talk about the species, the species of homo, right? That's the species, the genius. The genius is the homo. The species is a uh, sapiens. Homo sapiens, I think I got that right, all right? But don't, I can clear it up, I can get that cleared up. But we talking about the genus Homo and the species is sapiens. I'm thinking I got that right, all right? So this same force that played a role, right? And forging the fauna in Africa is the same forces that played a role 
and diversifying the population. Now, the reason the population is diversified in Africa, so like I said, so the germs and bacteria and disease, okay, just don't wipe it out. Because if it was just one, one gene of homo sapiens sapiens, yo, I guarantee you there would be some type of pathogen since we are surrounded by pathogens, right? That will actually attack and destroy. Oh, I got a little people in. I'm bullshitting. Oh, all right, Cedric. Chairman L. Y'all in there? Yeah, they in here, huh? They in here. That was my phone earlier. I was going through a bad spot. We heard you the whole time, though. Yes, Cedric. He, he on mute. Damn, everybody Yo. on mute. Hey, oh, no. Go, no. Go, while we ain't got a little intermission right now, uh, go subscribe yeah, Real Black ABS Library podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that. Um, all these shows will be on here as soon as they over with, basically. So go subscribe, tune in. But yeah, that's it. Go ahead. Uh, you, you wanted to say something or you need a minute? No, I'm good. I figured it out. I'm out the, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to get on this damn computer. So yeah, we, oh, okay. we we um we in so we in Africa, right? And I did all that to set us up to put us um uh the title of the show is diversity. It's the title of the show, Chef, the diversity in human population in Africa, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of for those who are just not familiar with evolution or just deny it. And outright denied evolution is a fact and a theory. Definitely didn't provide sources for that. Why can it be a fact and a theory? Well, it's a theory because it's testable. Okay? It's a fact because it occurs over and over and over and over and over again. All right? And so when we talk about evolution, we, we, we talk about horizontal gene transfer, genetic drift, um, mechanisms all right hold on let me get this suited for you so they're mechanisms so natural selection is just one mechanism where the hell is my deck on thing man yo let me find this real quick to get this set up y'all give me one second well yeah cedric mute it out uh-uh I can't yeah, yeah. Cedric hiding. Hey, you hide. Cedric, you ain't gonna help me out today. You gotta try to get my shit set up. That's Cedric sound like Dr. Ben. Yeah, he do. Hey, <laughs> Chef, when you said that shit, I busted out laughing. I was like, yeah, he do. He do, he do yo. He do. Yo, they like, gotta oh, be from the same island, yo. <laughs> like, yeah. when I listen to it on, um, on the podcast joint, you know you can't see nobody's face. It's just the audio. Right, so I'm right. listening to it. I'm like, yo, this nigga sound like Dr. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said he can't unmute his mic. Tell him oh, go back in. Go out, come back in then. Oh, he said he can't. Let me see. Hold on. Did I, did I hit him up with the with the ha ha ha? Let me see. 
Yeah, you froze them out, huh? Axe, I mean, Axe, let me see. Just go to his, go to Cedric thing and, and unmute him. Yeah, Axel. I hit him with the Axel. I'm mean, waiting, remove, put him waiting room, rename, make host chat. Yeah, hey, Cedric, Cedric came in the wrong way. You got to go out and come back in, Cedric. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just tell him to go back and come back in. You off into another. You went into another. Dr. Yeah, ben, ben Jr. Yeah, you sound like Dr. Mendel. Thought about that yesterday. I heard that shit. I thought it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, shit. Did the old man return? Did the return of the old man? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Mm-hmm. Trying to get on my damn computer. I got to talk and shit. Need that good dose of evolution. Huh? Mm. I can't believe I can't find my. Why took my thing? Not that good. But she went home every five. Not that good. Chef over there in the pickup line. Whatever. You picking the kids up? Nah, I'm, man, I'm trying to get down here now, man. It's traffic. My daughter about to go crazy. I post, I'm sitting there online <laughs> talking to y'all. <laughs> she like, Daddy, is you near the school yet? <laughs> <laughs> he, you at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> I ain't even left yet. <laughs> well, yeah, where I'm going at? Hey, he done lost his damn computer. I ain't no, no, I'm right here. I'm trying to find my daggone thing. No, I'm good. I'm ready. Let me let myself in here, man. Your son. All right, let's set it again. Get it somewhere. Oh, there you go. There you go. You unmuted, said. I mean, Dr. Ben. Oh yeah, somebody got their feedback. I got on three avatars in here. I got it now. Oh yeah, you good? You on your severance status? Damn. Yeah. Switch up. Put on computer glasses. They went. I gotta be all the way up there like this. They had me like this. <laughs> People out, yo. For about a year, I'm like this talking. Yeah, yo, we up there trying to read the screen. Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I said, yo, they cracking jokes. All right, spent four hundred for these. I need we we need to do something. They crack it. <laughs> hey, you got me like this talking. I'm like this. Yeah, yo, what I'm saying is what? what? Wow, they had my glasses. You know what I'm saying? Had me. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Yo. Had them joints wrong. Had no idea. Yo, they had me all like this. You don't know, be talking like this. So it's crazy, yo. Cedric, what's up, Cedric? Unmute yourself, man. I can't unmute myself. Really, Cedric? Ask you unmute. <laughs> How can we get Cedric unmuted? Cedric, unmute yourself, man. That's his phone. It's your phone, Cedric. You came in here wrong, yo. You got to come in and hit the thing. You hitting the wrong thing, yo. Oh, man, I'm going to come drive up. I, I got to come spend that 50 with you, sir. My motherfucking barber just told me he ain't even at the barbershop. Fuck going on? I done called out of work and all that shit. 
Wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, he took off. He, he took off today. Yeah, I hit him up like, "Yo, you had the shot." He said, "Tomorrow, really, nigga? Come on." Oh, you got the range then. <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to go to the motherfucking Saturday. Damn. You supposed to see y'all? You supposed to hit him the day before. Yeah, you're right. You're right. See, I make my schedule like a day or two days before. You know what I mean? Like I ain't. You just can't pop up. Like <laughs> call me, and I, I could be doing any motherfucking thing. Right, 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 right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like if I don't know you coming, I'm a plan to do something else. You know what I mean? Man, I should have hit this nigga yesterday. Yeah. Fuck. But Barbara's got lives too, y'all. Like. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fucking Bob's fact. has got lives too, yo. We just ain't sitting there, you know. <laughs> Unless you got a young y'all or something like, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It don't work like that no more. <laughs> that, that, that was the old school Barber who, you know, opened up at 8 o'clock and closed at 5. Yeah, yeah, man. man. <laughs> like, so he in that motherfucker. <laughs> nah. It didn't oh, happen. Barbara, yeah, Barbers man. move around just like y'all, yo. You <laughs> Fuck. I'm looking crazy as hell. Damn. <laughs> what you got lined up for us, though, huh? I'm just trying to... I'm, I'm trying... Hey, Cedric, what's up, man? I'm good, I'm good. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta be better than that, man. You can't get old on Joe. I was listening to that beautiful bill, so maybe that's the problem. Yeah, you, you got old on the Joe. You can't even fucking unmute yourself. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Crazy, yo. All right, so. <laughs> Now that Cedric figured it out, now he figured it out. All right, let's go to, I want to go to uh, Berkeley. All right, so I'm doing all this to lead up to the fight. It's going to be a fight, nigga. No, it shouldn't be. I think that, no, I think I think that was kind of smart, Chef, because once we understand <clears throat> evolutionary process on the human body, right, um, then we'll then we'll understand that human beings not understanding that process. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, there are five key mechanisms that cause a population, a group, uh, interacting organisms of a single species to exhibit a change in allele frequency. So uh, an allele, A-L-L-E-L-E, -E, frequency. So an allele is a variation of a gene Exhi uh, to exhibit a change in the allele frequency from, I mean, yeah, from one generation to the next. These are, these are, mm, these are evolution by mutation. So you got mutation, whatever you hear the word mutation. All right, that's a mechanism. Genetic drift, okay. Gene flow, genes flow back and forth. When y'all hear when y'all hear about genes flowing back and forth from Africa to the Levant or the Middle East, non-random uh, uh, mating and natural selection. Okay, these are the biological 
principles. All right, maybe I should put this. Yeah, I'm gonna put this in there for you. And so remember, yo, the genes are shuffled up. So you don't get, you get a mixture of your mother genes and your father genes, right? And then they get shuffled. How do they get shuffled? They get shuffled so a damn disease or bacteria can't just come wipe you out. Y'all need a ride, man? Are you loud? All right. You loud. My bad, y'all. That's all. All right, let me see if I can put this. Put this in here for you so y'all can see it. All right, Joe. You put your phone up to that. You could be you should be able to see that. Put your phone up to that. That's that code right there. So you can get this source. Put it in your pseudo killer folder. All right. Leave it up there longer for y'all to see that. All right, I already read it. Okay. That. So now we understand that before humans understood this process, right? You get racism, white supremacy called scientific racism. That's the point. Let me show you what the scientific racism is, or what they're calling race science. Hold on. And there's a great article, man. Uh, Scientific Racism, Harvard Library. All right. There's a great article on this. And I think, right, that way we can, and, and see, you know, me and Chef go back and forth, but see, Chef is a smart nigga, right? We, we have no dummies around us. And so the conversations are very stimulating, and we hope we stimulate y'all ability to think and understand, right? So you gotta, you gotta bait a hand this shit right, or like Chef say, we're gonna put your ass together. <laughs> right? Don't say the wrong shit about Vance, your ass is grass. Don't fuck it up and Fitz got you. Lord knows, yo, don't, don't, don't slip. Concrete Corey gonna smash you out. All right? And Kent, Clark Kent, he on your motherfucking ass all the way. So we, so, so I, so Chef be talking that shit, yo, I gotta build a case like this. I got, if I don't do it like this, he'll have some room to talk that shit. So I just wanted you to know that humans didn't know none of the shit I was talking about right now. So imagine being in the world, not knowing why a person's skin was this color or that color. You could just add anything to it. Oh, I'm better because my skin is pale. Oh, I'm better because my skin is black. You can add all that shit. You're a different person because you don't have the same lip size as I got. You're a better person because you got the straight hair. I, like that's that's constructs, right? That was socially put together. Watch this. That's how I love to do it. I'm gonna get y'all all the way there. Put your, put your phone on here. Oh. That's another source for y'all, man.
stop dropping stuff in my car while yeah. you eating. <laughs> we can hear you, Chef. Dropping that stuff in the car. All right, all right, all right. And so don't if I stumble over it, don't get mad. I ain't got a chance to read this. Okay. This is from Harvard Library. Yeah, we go top notch in this joint right here. All right. Everybody can see this, right? Since enslaved people were first brought to this country, promoters of anti-Black racism and white supremacy have co-opted the authority of science to justify racial what? Inequality. I'm going to say this again. Since the enslaved, you have to be kidnapped, victim, and then they enslave you. Since the enslaved people were first brought to the, to the country, promoters of anti-Black racism and white supremacy have opted the authority of science to justify racial inequality. A history of pseudoscientific methods. Boom. Mm. So when I started reading these documents, I was like, man, that that's pseudoscience, that's wild, man. It's, it's wild how pseudoscience, man, can, can promote such evil and such destruction. We'll get to that part. A history of pseudoscientific methods uh, uh, proving white biological supremacy and flawed social studies used to show inherent racial characteristics still influence society today. Did I fuck that up? Let me see. A history of pseudoscientific methods, all right? Proving white biological superiority and flawed social studies used to show inherent racial characteristics still influence society today. Mm. Mm -hmm. So when we have this conversation about the Egyptians, I got to bring this in, or the Khoisan, right? Or those y'all claim to be in the Caucasus Mountains, right? Britain, Britannica, all right? France, all right? The island of Tahiti some damn where. Australia, Canada, Mesoamerica, that's in between South and North America, right? Uh, 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 Oklahoma, Baltimore, New York, these areas, right? Our conversations based around groups of people have been influenced by pseudoscientific methods. That's why you'll hear me say, hey man, as a person who advocates science, if I'm gonna talk about the Egyptians, I want to attack the situation as a scientist, okay? And what that does not mean is, it absolutely does not mean, because this statement here shows you that the race pseudoscientific methods that was promoted did not harm millions of people because it did. So the social construct that was formulated, right, by the pseudoscience within science, man, it hurt, it maimed, it displaced black people. And even when I use the word 
black people, I ain't in a subtle way promoting the race science. And this is where all the confusion comes in, right? So it's essential when we're dealing with any conversation about the people on Africa, not to allow the race science to come in. Oh, below this area, these people look like this. In this area, these people look like this. Well, what about this? Well, polar bears look like this up north and brown bears look like this. Why? Hmm. It's not because a polar bear is better than the brown bear, right? Because a polar bear originally was a brown bear. We're just looking at variations, SLC245, you know, and goes you spit that shit up like, that's a variation, that's an allele from a gene that actually starts in Africa first. The oldest variation of the SL245, right, can be found in Africa. That's the gene that causes what? Pale skin. And so these pale skin bears, it's not like these bears are better, these polar bears are better. They're just better fit for their environment. They're better in their environment being that color than a brown bear. So brown bears don't survive at large enough numbers in the Arctic. Why not? First of all, the key component to any living organism is replacing the energy that they burn on a second to second basis. That's the first thing to do. That's why I always say it's about food, clothing, and shelter and protection of that. Because you gotta replace the energy that you're using to do anything. So these, these early hominoids, they spent the majority of their day fucking eating plants and nuts. We gotta do it the whole damn day. Somewhere, somehow, somebody decided to eat some meat and it was over with. So now you only got to eat one time, right? And those that were able to chew that meat survived. And those that weren't able to chew the meat didn't make it. But those that were able to chew the meat and process it, yo, over time, that population became meat eaters. Eating of anything, meat eaters and omnivores. That's why we can look at our teeth. Right. And argue a pseudo back to the cave and say, man, we don't we don't got to argue over what the human diet is. The human diet is very vast. We're omnivores. Right. We sit at the food chain. We can eat every damn thing. Our teeth tell the story. No, we we vegans know the vegans actually died out. Yeah, the vegans. Yeah, the 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 the, the, the hominids that were just eating the nuts. Right or just the berries and just the plants, they didn't make it. Because while they were spending time eating the berries and the plants, maybe that food source changed based off of climatic weather changes, maybe desiccate, whatever it was changed, and those plants weren't allowed to grow anymore, they died out, right? And the only thing was there was maybe some damn insects or some rabbits or some whatever the hell, and if you couldn't eat that, over time your ass would not give rise to verbal offspring, you would have a lot of deficiencies, and you'd be sickly, and anything you gave birth to was sickly and it didn't make it. But those can eat everything at all times or just eat 
catch a daggone bison, right? Feed the whole village while y'all dudes over there running around trying to find something. We done ate one meal, right? Last was three days. We think about something else. Only thing y'all think about is where the hell I'm going to get some plants from to eat the plants. We need more energy. Y'all moving real slow. But those that ate that good, that good bison or that good mastodon or that good elephant or that good cricket, what man, they had energy. And so those that adapted through variation, right, through the evolutionary process. To tell be them about the Mongols. Huh? Tell them about how the Chinese, when the Chinese ran up against the Mongols who, who had that diet of milk, you know what I mean? Like, like how they was running circles around the Chinese and, and other armies that they was coming up against because they had better energy. They had more energy. You know what I mean? They was able to process milk, right? So when, when the army was moving they away from their camps to go fight. Um, you was moving moving away from your food source. But the Mongols, they was moving with their food source, right? Because they had the ability to process milk early. So they was drinking horse milk and shit, right? By the time the Chinese army would get to the battlefield, they was hungry and weak. And they was coming, they was like the Mongols just had more energy than them. You know what I mean? So it, it, it definitely, what you eat, definitely uh, the evolutionary process of what you eat. Not only that, um, the human the human and evolving became more complex, right, than, than the other um, hominoids that he had descended from. Like our brain grew bigger. Like a lot of our protein in the food that we eat go to fuel in our brain, that, that big-ass brain. So, so you got to take in high carbs and, you know, um, high protein diets j just to fuel the brain. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – go ahead. Uh, I, I just wanted to jump in with that. No, nah, that's cool. So that's a modern – that's actually a modern uh, uh, twist on things that occurred, you know what I'm saying, uh, in the early homo sapiens saves in the archaic humans. Absolutely. They actually was able to take over, not to mention that their horses carried certain diseases. So it's all on topic. The horses that the Mongols brought with them carried diseases that, watch this, remember we talked about the rats? So obviously these, these Mongols had developed certain antibodies against the diseases that the horses carried. And these Chinese and these other armies they ran across didn't have any defense system to it. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and and so they was getting not only was they didn't have enough energy to fight because they would always have to stop and feed themselves. And the Mongol armies were moving so fast because they could just keep riding while they drinking. They, you, you know what I'm saying? Normally a whole army got to settle down, like you say, got to stop, got to cook something, got to do all that while we coming, baby. Hey, we don't got to stop long enough to feed the horses and water. them. Oh, let's go. We rocking, baby. So when we get there, we already surround you. We already beat you to your spot. <laughs> right? And we coming with infection disease. Crazy. So y'all done. Man, they, they damn they wiped out. They, yeah, they damn they conquered. It was crazy how they did that. It was wild. They almost wild. conquered the whole known world. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, they really did that. That's amazing. And... 
Uh, but see, it's it's it, it's the it's the evolution. It's the variation. They had a variation of certain genes that afforded them protection against the pathogen that the horses carried. They also had another variation that allowed them to process milk. So a lot of times y'all be thinking, yo, they was this, they was that. I'm always telling you, it's it's the infectious disease, right? That pushed evolution forward, y'all. It's an arms race. And at that time, the Mongols won the arms race. Remember we talked about uh, uh, scurvies and that infectious disease, that disease, right? That, that well, you can't catch scurvies from a person, right? Can't pass it on, but it's a disease, right? The vitamin C deficiency, okay? That, that, that until they figured it out, you wasn't traveling around the world on a ship. So when you think British and the European was mighty, no, it wasn't that. It's that they figured it out, the clinical trial that allowed them to stay on ships longer. That's what, that's what got them over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we give them more. That's why I say, yo, we got to stop giving, you know, uh, Europeans more credit than they do. When they do something right, you give them credit, but stop it. Stop the overemphasizing. They gonna kill us with the. Stop it, man! It's not even like they defeated the native population. It was the infectious disease when they first came over here. They brought rats. You know what I'm saying? Which brought those fleas. You know what I'm saying? Which had those infectious diseases that wiped out the whole coast. It, man, by the time the Europeans came back, there was no reason. Nobody there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When Cortez, Cortez didn't beat them, didn't beat, didn't defeat the Aztecs, it was the infectious disease. It was the sick people that they brought back to base camp, right? That, so when Cortez and them got back, start hearing stories like, oh, yeah, they just disappeared out of nowhere. You know the story they give you? Oh, they just, they just vanished. Em empty cities, empty cities. Empty cities. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they, they, they would come back and they would, well, especially up and down the um, that's in Mexico, but up and down the eastern seaboard, um, when when the first flagships had um had uh came up the eastern seaboard or what we call now in the United States, uh, they they could basically estimate how many people lived around the eastern seaboard because of smoke, right? Wherever you seen human beings at at that time. Uh, wood and, and, and was the main um, uh, source of energy, right? So you could tell where human settlements was at by the burning of wood. So all up and down the eastern seaboard, they was estimating millions of people had to be there because of the amount of smoke that was in the atmosphere, right? So they didn't land. When they came back years later, you know what I mean? That smoke... Um, the amount of uh, uh, smoke or wood debris that was in the atmosphere had went down like damn near by 90%. So they knew something had happened. You feel me? They knew it was the population was damn near gone. And then when they when they actually made land, um, it was damn near nobody there. And the, the, the damn uh, Native Americans that they did meet, you know, was telling them stories about how everybody died. Like, so, I mean, this shit is recorded. It ain't even, 
You know what I mean? They definitely die from diseases. But for the white man even hit the shores of North America, the diseases had already wiped them out. But for the white man put a colony on, I'm talking about in North America. You know what I mean? The diseases had already wiped them out. So it's fucking crazy. Oh, man, it's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, bananas. Okay, so, all right, let's get right here. In 1619, when the first enslaved people were brought to what would become the United States, justification for their enslavement were brought here too. It stayed in 400 years since then, as those enslaved and, and their descendants have continued to call this country home, the justification for their abuse and mistreatment have stayed with us as well. Okay. One of the most effective uh, uh, tactics used to justify anti-racism, no my fault, anti-black racism and white supremacy has been scientific racism. This is what I'm trying to tell you, y'all. This is the environment where, where you start to get the classifications of the human race, where you start to get the classification of who the Egyptians were. This is the environment that quote-unquote Egyptology was born into. This is the environment, we call it race politics. Through the years, through the years, scientific racism has taken many forms, all with the goal of co-opting the authority of science as objective knowledge to justify racial inequality. This is why we teach scientific literacy, because they use it as a tool against you. Science can be used for good and bad. Pseudoscience can be used for good and bad. Pseudoscience right now is affecting black people. Black people have the lowest vaccination rate in the United States. We'll get back to that though, because that's interesting. Any, anybody want to add something to the conversation real quick? Fitz, um, Cedric, anybody? Vance? Um, no, not no, everything. Yeah, I understand as well. Yeah, and I completely agree. Because yeah. I sound like Dr. Ben, so I can't argue with me neither. You check it? <laughs> I sound just like Dr. Ben, y'all. You got to use cuss a little bit more, yo. <laughs> Stop cussing, you'll be like, oh, shit, the old man has returned. <laughs> All right, so some 19th century scientists like Harvest Lewis uh, Agassi, Agassi were proponents of, uh, what's this word, polygenism. Which uh, uh, was this posted? I'm saying right that human races were distinct species. Posited, I think that's the word. Yes, posited that human races were distinct species. So when we watch this, this theory was supported by pseudoscientific methods. Right, so so I'm not gonna have a conversation arguing over the race of the goddamn Egyptians when I already know it's pseudoscientific and they use pseudoscientific methods to verify that. It's fun, but at the end of the day, for me, it's crazy as hell. Watch this. It says like cranometry, right? You talk, Cedric talked about this. Here you go, right here. Look, see, y'all see this? 
See that skull? See them skulls with all the measurements on it, y'all? <laughs> See? <laughs> Yo, that's why. <laughs> Come on, y'all, man. They start looking at skulls in Egypt and shit. I'm trying to tell you, yo. Okay, hold on. Like, cranometry, the measurement of human skulls, which uh, supposedly uh, proved that white people were biologically superior to blacks. Early statistical health data, even in the healthcare industry, right, data was weaponized. Look, this is why, matter of fact, white people, black people be scared of modern medicine, right, and don't give the right reasons why. See, if you know the reasons, if you know the things they actually did, right, you can figure out whether they fixed it or not and whether you should still deal with the medicine. Let, let me slow that down for you. You want to add something, Chef? Oh, no, no. I was talking to my daughter. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Tell I said, black power, black African power to the sisterhood. <laughs> okay. So, so listen, y'all. We're not mad when you talk about Satiki. We're not mad at that. We're mad when you misuse it. We're mad when you overemphasize shit, when you do way too much, right? If you understand what really happened and what they was using, right? And then you would understand how they attempted to or fixed it. And then you could make a decision over whether this portion of the system has been fixed to the point where you would deal with it. No more different than understanding why didn't, what, what was the problem with RNA when they was trying to use it as a medicine? What, 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 you know what I'm saying? Or as a preventive medicine, what was it that was wrong with it? What, what, what problems did it cause? Once you understand the problems that it caused, then you can make a proper determination whether they fixed it or not. Anyway, let me get right here. Who's he at? Pseudoscientific, this theory was supported by pseudoscientific like cranometric measurements, the human skull, which supposedly proved that white people were biologically superior to blacks. Early satirical Statistical health data was weaponized, yo. See, they weaponized it against you, just like right now. The pseudoscience has been weaponized against you, against Black Americans in the late 1800s, as it was used to claim they were predisposed to disease and destined for extinction. Wow. They claim used to claim that they, that black people was predisposed to disease and destined for extinction. And we said, they're going to die out anyway. We might as well get all the work out of them <laughs> before they die. It's crazy. Yo, how crazy is that? It's about the early to mid 20th century, polygenicism and, and, and biology-based racism were widely disproved. I'm going to say this again. By the 20th century, polygenism and, and uh, biological-based racism was widely disproved, and racism and social science had gained popularity. Studies showing high rates of what? Imprisonment amongst Black Americans were used as proof 
of inmate criminality, of innate, my fault, of innate criminality, while pseudoscientific intelligence testing claimed the mental superiority of white people. Wow. These flawed based studies fail to account for the political and social factors such as poor housing, poverty, lack of health care. Look, poor housing, poverty, and lack of health care, and a virulent racial oppression, and a, a virulent racial oppression, oppression, right? Health care, lack of health care. And poor housing still affect us today. That's why uh, the African-American had higher rates before a vaccine was presented to the public. We had the highest rates of uh, being presupposed, predisposed to coronavirus. This is why we're giving this lesson right here. It's twofold. So you can understand a variety of human beings and why why, why, why the, the, the variety is important and what that term means, right? Through the evolutionary process and then how they use these things against you, you not understand it, how they can clearly remove people straight out of Africa, make the people different, put that wedge between uh, two groups of homo sapiens sapiens, right? And never tell you about the culture that brought forth these types of ideas and concepts, right? That, 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 that is destroying humanity. They can fool you with it. That's why we practice scientific literacy because it's essential. Anybody wanna add something real quick while we rocking? Rock out, I'm rock out. I'm right there with you, I know where you're going. Mm -hmm. I know where you're going, I'm right there with you, rock out. Okay, so contemporary scientific consensus agrees that race has no biological basis. So if race has no biological basis, then why, how can we put a race on Egyptians? How is that possible? What the hell are we talking about here? What nut, what fool over there somewhere is trying to say what people is where? Contemporary scientific consensus agrees that race has no biological basis, but scientific racism still exists. While it is now more subtle than craniometry, watch this, its long history demonstrates that influence, that the influence social ideas about race can have a supposedly unbiased research. So now we have a bias in science. That's why it's important to get uh, uh, black students, shout out the doctor. Oh, yeah, my God. She's doing big things, not just big things. I'm talking about big things. All right. She has allowed me into her classroom to talk to the, to the, to the students about the importance of, of, of scientific, uh, of, of, of scientific, no, scientific racism. Understand that, right? and the importance of scientific literacy, the importance of it, right? And how they play a vital role in what they're doing in the engineering studies. How important is that to the black community to be role models, to usher in and push black students, male and females, into the fields of science? This is important. 90% of the population in America, you know what I'm saying, is ignorant towards science. So you know when white people have a cold, 
Black people got the damn flu. So if they're lacking, you already know. How is it that we have the lowest vaccine rate in America? How? Sway? Hmm. I'll tell you how. Because they're not watching these lessons. Okay? So we're not acting like science ain't biased. We're saying to change those biases, we need more African nations participating, which they are, they're on board. We just need overall connection, right, with science and not to ever think that science is the white man. So there you go, man. I think I think this is a great article for y'all to read right here, man. Scientific racism, man, uh, from the Harvard Library, man. Um, you know, so that kind of pushes us exactly where we need to be at in all conversations, right? Uh, we don't have to argue this. We, it's just clear, yo, that there is no race. It's a social construct that was used to enslave uh, African people. Um, all modern humans uh, uh, come from Africa. Uh, variations from the original. Um, uh, variations from the original. White skin, dark skin, black skin, long hair, short hair, nappy hair, curly hair, tight curled hair, longer fingernails, longer hair, body hair, short body hair, tall, short, right? Man, then at the end of the day, they're not even that important. What's important is culture. This should be the argument. What culture did they practice? in the Nile Valley. Culture instructs and informs you. Culture teaches you who your enemies are. It helps identify your enemies. It's your cultural awareness. So what practices are good for us, right? What practices are bad for us? What gods should we worship? Should we worship a god in situation? Is there a need for God to explain to me how volcanoes work? Your culture will inform and instruct you. That's why I constantly make the point, right, that, that don't let them take you back to the Stone Age. They take you back to a time in history where things weren't known. The only thing that the early homo sapiens sapiens had was goddamn herbs and spices. What else was it? So you expect people to walk around and grab a handful of grass when they get sick? Because that's what we did. Yo, grab this, grab that. Whoever the person was that claimed they had the ability, they just start throwing shit together. And then over time, they got better at throwing stuff together. There's no clinical trials yet. Based off the need for survival, early humans did a great job using plants. The job was so great that, yeah, some people lived to 80, but most people live to 30. So I'm not saying that the early humans didn't live to 90 and 100. Nope, that'd be misinformation. But to put the information in proper context, there weren't a lot of people living to 100. There weren't a lot of people living to 80 and 60 and 40. There were a lot of people living to 40 or 30 and 25. <laughs> Wasn't living those long out lives. Like the average life expectancy wasn't like in the United States, 81 for the women and 78 for the men. And it might be, it's it's less 
for black people now. We always lag behind based off of those factors I showed you in that article, uh, access to health care, marginalized, you know what I'm saying? But not understanding the importance of going to the doctor. Now, now they got a whole body of information to tell you, you shouldn't go to the doctor, nor should you read books, nor should you listen to the experts, because the experts are the white people. And if you happen to be black, right? If you happen to be black, you have been co-opted by the white man. That's why we the squad over here. That's why we on y'all heads. So this whole conversation is essential in the understanding where we at and where we stand. So it's always been about culture. So culturally, should we accept Stone Age culture, because those cultures, watch this, were dedicated to exploiting and understanding and surviving in a particular ecological niche. People act like Homo sapiens sapiens was born with clothes. <laughs> no, they wasn't. They was naked. Was naked as any other animal. The only way clothes get on other animals is if humans put it. You know how you put the little clothes on your dogs? Yeah. But Homo sapiens sapiens had no clothes. That's how we know Homo sapiens sapiens. They weren't even born in the colder regions. Ass would have froze to death. You don't even get to those areas into the invention of clothes. So the first sign of clothes, you know, animal skin, all this comes out of Africa. I ain't even talking Homo sapiens yet because we know Homo neanderthal made clothes. Furs, you know, animal skins. Okay, so no, we wasn't born with clothes and we wasn't born with the formula, you know what I'm saying, of what to eat, what plants to take. Medicine, no, it developed over time. And so you, you go from uh, um, the Pleistocene, right? The Niocene, okay, which is that period between 11,500 uh, to, to, to 5,000. You go to those periods of time, those cultures was fit. Those that were in the Sahara, they had cattle culture. It was important to understand about cattle. You know, they made their religion out of it, uh, the milk. The food, the whole thing, the whole culture is made for the way to get water, the pottery, the wavy line pottery suggesting where water was, like the whole nine yards. Like the, the, these cultures was developed out of that. So for people now, right, not to mention, and I'm going to show you a source, not to mention that nature kills you. Nature ain't your friend, ain't never been your friend. The thing that kills you at the end of the day, it's nature, whether that's a heart attack, cirrhosis of the liver, another homo sapiens sapiens, which come from nature killing you, nature kills you. Nature has rendered 99% of all living organisms extinct. But yet these people who don't really study nature, how do we know they don't study nature? Because they don't understand science. Science is the study of nature. Religion is the philosophy of nature. Science is the study of nature. Religion is the philosophy of nature. You saying something, Cedric? No, 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 I wasn't. So they don't understand nature. Take this natural. It's not natural for your immune system. It's not shut up. You misuse the term nature. Nature in the raw is what we're talking about here. 
Humans weren't born with clothes on. They was naked in the warm in warm areas of planet Earth, in the in the savannas in Africa. We ain't need no clothes. All we needed was protection from the sun, and evolution took care of that. Because those who couldn't black out the harmful UVA rays from the sun, right? Didn't make it to the age of reproduction. Didn't give birth to valuable offspring. But the ones that were darker over time, the population got darker because more dark babies were born, okay, in the, on the equator or in Africa. More brown babies was born and made it to the age of reproduction than the lighter babies that was born. Okay, the lighter babies over time died out because they didn't make it to the age of reproduction. They weren't valuable. The sun would come in, right? If they did reach, reach the age of reproduction, right? The folic acid would come in and, 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 and destroy, you know what I'm saying? Would destroy, what causes certain uh, uh, diseases, spinal bifidus. Babies was born with open spines, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not functioning properly. So if you're not functioning properly, you know what I'm saying you remember you're in a time where they can fix none of this. You just have to sit them up at the tree. They they you you see some babies that they buried. There wasn't high rates of birth. All these factors, disease, all these factors went into life was hard. These people right now, these crazy Europeans. That have convinced black people that nature is your friend and blase, blase, and go natural because it's the new age white movement that is convincing black people of these of the of the cynical nonsense. They got you running around talking. I'm gonna take some herbs and I'm gonna take these spices and eat some chicken. I'm gonna be all right. So you walking around naked with no protection. You walking around bananas with no protection with your chest stuck out. Friend of mine just got the COVID. Not gonna mention his name. He's too goddamn old for that situation. But I told him, this is why I'm not coming around y'all Negro beans because y'all bugging. Nobody wants to listen. How can say he say can say? May may you continue. To beat the odds, something like that. <laughs> May you continue to be, yeah, because coronavirus ain't going nowhere. Y'all ain't just saying just because you ain't get coronavirus yesterday. You have a day with corona, it's coming. You don't know the schedule appointment. You don't know if she's taking you to dinner or if she's taking you dancing. But you have an you have a date with corona. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Scientific literacy. Uh, we hear things like natural products or organic food as, as, as compared to inorganic food. See, scientific literacy allows you to understand where you're being bamboozled and what you have to take for a fact. Chlorinated water is water to drink. Nobody's gonna tell me you're gonna take water from a river because it's natural and it's pure and it's not treated and drink that and think you're not gonna get some disease. Nature 
tries to kill you. That's its job. And our job is to survive. Simple. Our job is to survive. And you need to use the tools that are available to you at this point in time. Why would I go look for herbs when I can go into a pharmacy and know exactly what's in that product, the concentration, the active ingredients, and get straight to the point? The willow tree, which, which Socrates uh, uh, used for, for pain, to, to, take, to take the willow bark, you need to take 20, uh, 20 liters of the willow bark as compared to half a paracetamol. Let's get serious, people. Let's get serious. Here we go. The soul stuff. The soul stuff right here, National Geographic. What are mass extinctions and what causes them? In the last 500 million years, life has had a recovery from five catastrophic blows. Are humans dealing, are humans dealing the planet a six? Yep, we're in the middle of the sixth mass extinction right now, y'all. I say again, we're in the middle of the sixth mass extinction. It says more than 99% of all organisms that have ever lived on Earth are extinct. I'm gonna say this again. More than 99% of all organisms that have ever lived on Earth are extinct. As new species evolve to fit ever-changing ecological niches, remember we spoke of ecological niches, right? Okay, that's how certain ecological niches in North Africa could, could formulate uh, a humans that look a certain way. Watch this, older species fade away, but the rate of extinction is far from constant. At least a handful of times in the last 500 million years, y'all can't even perceive 500 million. You can't, humans can't perceive their own death. That's why they make a religion saying we're gonna live forever, we're gonna die, come back, we're going to heaven, because you can't perceive your own death. That's why niggas don't get life insurance, because you can't perceive your own death. Hmm, nobody wants to die. 500 million years, 75 or more than 90% of all species on earth have disappeared in a geological blink of an eye and catastrophes we call mass extinctions. Through mass extinctions, though, though mass extinctions are deadly, events even open up, even open up the planet for new forms of life to emerge. And I'm gonna speak on that. Watch this. Most, most studied mass extinctions which, which mark the boundary between the which the, between the Cretaceous and the Paleogene periods about 66 million years ago killed off the, the Novian dinosaurs and made room, watch this, for mammals and birds to rapidly, watch this, is that word again? Diversify and evolve. This is the point that we was making. Diversity is the key to life. Death on planet Earth feeds life. I'm gonna say this again. 
Death feeds life. There is no life on planet Earth without death. But they tell you, oh, yeah, you life, 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 life. No. Death feeds life on planet Earth. If not for the mass extinction, extinction, dinosaurs, mammals wouldn't be able to thrive. And with the thriving of mammals later on, millions of years, millions of years later, we get Homo sapiens sapiens, which is a mammal. We know this by the study of evolution. To understand the idea and the proven verifiable fact that death on planet Earth feeds life, you would only have to understand the importance of the relationship between the black man and the black woman, between male and female. It's essential in survivability. These relationships are, are character built and should be based in character and wisdom and understanding of giving birth and rise to valuable offspring, healthy lifestyles, proper diet and exercise, understanding scientific ideas that will allow you to vaccinate the babies as they come into the world. All these things are essential. Homes with males and females raising the babies, other family members taking part in it. It takes a village to raise African people. It takes a village to raise homo sapiens sapiens. Hey, where you at, uh, Cedric? I'm ready, huh? Hey, yeah. Cedric, I got to take one quick break. Well, it ain't much to add. I mean, everything Uncle saying is right on point. But I, I want to go back to the scientific racism. That was what I was referring to yesterday when I was keep asking the question, but what does Sub-Saharan mean? In context, why was this point even even made? There are people all through there. There are people in the Sahara. Why the distinction? It is based on this racial construct that those are dark, and they are they are the Africans, and up here the lighter people, and most of these people have a European descent. That was the narrative created at that time. So that's why I have a problem with these things because I understand scientific racism. But when I put it in the context of what is happening in, 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 in North Africa, to, to, do, to be more general, right? If that is the foundation why this dividing line was created, right? Because again, I, 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 I understand the diversity of Africa and I accept that I don't need to look like 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 somebody from Twa tribe to recognize he's an African just like me in that context. And when we start to draw these lines as to determine again, yesterday the term black was 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 talked about. It remains a vague term. Nobody can actually put it uh, their finger on it. We embrace it as a as a cultural identity based on our collective history. Uh, uh, with regards to, to, to being kidnapped off the coast of uh, West Africa. But it means nothing in the larger scope because we are tribal, we identify by tribe. Uh, two neighbors, one is this tribe, one is that tribe. My customs are a little bit like this, your customs are a little bit like that. That's how we distinguish each other. Even back on the walls of Kemet, we recognize how people distinguish each other based on culture. The, the, the dress. So the, a group of Egyptians didn't need to have one homogeneous look, but their culture is what made them Egyptian. And the color range was every color of the spectrum because of 
uh, of Egypt's uh, um, importance and its, its, its influence in the area. But that was, that was mainly my point when we use terms like Mediterranean to identify uh, Egyptian culture and these things, because there's a history and there's a context behind these words and it's rooted in scientific racism. That's, uh, that's I, I, I truly appreciate that point that Angu is making. Anybody else on the panel? Chef, you there? Fitz? Yeah, I'm here, Anybody? I'm here. I'm here. Go tell and add something. No, I agree with everything Cole said. Everything was spot on. Good, mm -hmm. I'm glad because yeah, you know, we needed some some clarity. Like when when we use the word scientific literacy in our community, it also allows us to challenge when they use science to come up with whatever scheme or plan they want. For example, I was one that because I understood how virus works, how epidemiology works, uh, what what modes are, or what vectors mean. I was skeptical of the World Health Organization's protocol. I'm still one who do not agree with lockdowns and shutdowns. Why? I take the Taiwan model. They were prepared. That's the first thing. They were prepared to deal with, 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 with outbreaks of this nature. They had, um, they had hospitals ready. Uh, they had isolation and quarantine units ready. They, they had an infrastructure that I was able to come off the normal health organization protocol. I'm still one. What? I take the Taiwan model. They were prepared. That's the first thing. They were prepared. Wait, 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 wait. Outbreaks of this nature. They had, um, they had hospitals ready. Uh, they had isolation and quarantine units ready. They, they had an infrastructure that. Somebody got mute that thing out. What's that? Not me. You are. Hey, you got mute your yeah. thing out, Cedric. You you running, you running. No, I'm not. Huh? No, I'm not. You gotta be. You the only one off the mute. That was you, Cedric. No, it's you, Ang. Your YouTube's open, Ang. You, you the old man today, Ang. <laughs> me? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> So what? So 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 I was always at a point of contention. Cedric, it was you. Turn it, was it you, off, Cedric. It was you, huh? <laughs> Don't argue with me. I'm Dr. Ben. <laughs> oh, y'all niggas gonna get old one day, yo. Shit, <laughs> I ain't old yet, yo. But damn, that's a step closer. <laughs> when you do that right there, we turn it off, Cedric. You, you, you mute yourself. Your, your thing is playing. It's playing. I forgot. I just put it up to put the link in there. That's, that's a click towards guinea. Oh, I got to admit it. I got to work on that, bro. I'm going to take some vitamin Bs and Cs and Zs.
Any of my natural, natural people in the chat room, you know what I'm saying? They got some zinc and, and elderberry. You know, what's the what's the proper concoction, you know, to stop that one? Because that was funny as hell. Don't y'all be so, laughing at me, yo. Cayenne pepper and cinnamon juice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 we got we got some chatty patties in the chat. This is a segment of the show. We give out the link and allow the chatty patties. Come on, man. And talk. Come on in. Come uh, in there. Talk your talk. Come on in. We got somebody yeah. saying, hey, evolution, just believe. Ain't no 500 million. Let me right. find it. Come. I like to read it to y'all. Ain't no yeah, 500 million. Yeah, there was this one dude who said he had all these theories debunked. He debunked them. Here you go right here. Re Reginald Adams. <laughs> I'm reading Reginald Adams' statement. Reginald Adams says, through his lenses of ignorance, he says evolution is a belief system, just like a religion. Wasn't nobody back there taking notes on life 500 million years ago. He's like, right. let me, let me, oh, hey, Fritz, where you at, Fritz? I'm here. All right, so look, we're all going to take a stab at this. W when we read it again? No, I heard, I heard perfectly what he said. Okay, so let me let me do this first of all. I'm going to hit one, one thing. When you look at me, I'm going to use myself as an example, yo. I'm actually a storehouse, right? Or should I say a museum of everything that I came from. So if you was to break down and study the human body, you will understand what I came from. Go ahead, Cedric. Okay. First of all, when he makes the last point where no one was there sitting down, writing down stuff, let's give him that much of him being correct. With regards, to, with regards to it being a religion, science and evolution being a religion, a belief, he's absolutely wrong. Now, what he is illustrating is his, his ignorance to the scientific process. At no point in time does science solely require us to see, smell, touch, and taste. We have developed mechanisms. One of them is anthropology that allows us to look back and understand geological time using geology. Now, when we put those disciplines together, we can paint a picture. That is what we call a scientific theory. Now, Add on to the hypothesis that existed before, every generation discovered new and added on to the information that was there before. The fact that we can walk into a museum and physically observe with our own eyes, one of the tools of science, of science observation, we can observe fossils from the past. We can actually interact with uh, uh, with Homo sapien sapien uh, with Homo erectus. We can actually interact with all of these 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 artifacts. So we know for a fact they existed. Combine that today with carbon dating, with uh, with uh, argon dating. Combine that with DNA analysis. We now know that we're not no longer talking about an evolutionary tree, but it's more a bush that we're dealing with. 
We understand these processes based on our ability to use instruments to analyze the past. There is no belief required. The fact that we can continuously change our position based on new information means we're not absolute as religions tend to be. There is no room for growth when you're dealing with a belief system. So there we make a clear distinction between what belief and what science is. So when you enter the debate without the basic understanding of the vocabulary required, when you say things that illustrate your ignorance, you defeat yourself. We call that a boomerang dagger. Your own words. Do you know what said? As Unc said, the difference is one, we have objective, tangible evidence. Us, we can study ourselves. That's enough. We, we've got more than enough there to study ourselves and see where we came from. A belief, you don't have nothing there, but something that is within a human mind. That is, that's the difference. One is tangible, one is subjective to the brain. So- Yes, you, the, dis the distinction between belief and reality is mm -hmm. uh, science allows us, to, affords us the tools to confirm that belief. There is how you distinguish imagination from reality. I got a dog compared to I got a dragon. One is make-believe and one is reality. How do you make that distinction? That's science. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of differences. One is objective to nature. We, we are all objected to nature. Everyone can see it. One is subjected to your brain. Not everyone Anthology. can see what your God is. Anthology. There is a body of evidence to substantiate the reality of a dog. We got dog trainers. We got programs. You can buy leashes. There's dog food in supermarkets. We know that there's over 100 and something different breeds. There is evidence to substantiate that point. So it is a fact of reality. Now show me a dragon. <laughs> so, all right, let me, um, let me bring this on the screen, man. Uh, we have one of the fire, fire conversations, man. And, you know, hey, boy, I see you, Concrete Coy, man. What it do, what it do, what it do? So don't kill official. What's up, man? Peace, peace, peace. What's the convo about, man? I'm, I'm missed out, man. I'm just you ain't missed out. We went from variations of humans and all that. Then we end up now. It was a question in the chat room saying, "One nobody back." He said, "He said evolution is, is just a daggone belief like religion." One no back. One nobody back there taking notes. So we was all giving a stab at that on why you would need nobody there to take no notes. You want to add something to that? Because I'm about to get into uranium two three eight. Man, I'm saying that 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 right, that the case that you led 206. But go ahead, go ahead. Hello. Yeah, and, and that's absolutely right. When you get to the to the half life of different isotopes, right? But you ain't even got to go that deep, right? Huh? I mean, it's all about forensic science. You know what I'm saying? You can come to the crime scene and reproduce the crime scene, right? They do it every day. So if your brother, if your brother, your cousin, your best friend got killed, right? And the forensics detectives come in and tell you, well, this is what happened. 
uh, it was an intruder and this and that and the other. And more than likely, the intruder might have had to have uh, some type of relationship um, with, 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 your, with your kinfolk or your friend or whatever, because there was no forced entry or this, whatever the story may be, right? They can recreate the, the crime scene. So forensic science is not just used for, for, for crime scenes. This is how we get to understand things that happened in the past. We can recreate some things, right? So, you know, when you have enough evidence built up. So, you know, that's just what I wanted to add to it. You know, you don't even really, I mean, it's a good lesson to, to get into the isotopes and how um, the half-life and the decay rate um, of these different isotopes, right? And that's a good conversation. But it ain't even that deep, you know what I'm saying? But go ahead, though, huh? Great point. Great point. Great point. Forensic science. That's how we can look back. There's no belief required again. So to make a, a statement with, with that, that, that there is the scientific ignorance and scientific illiteracy that we were talking about this whole this whole bill. Mm, well said, right. Corey. How y'all brothers doing? Peace, peace. I just good, wanted good. to say I appreciate y'all brothers for pushing scientific information, the vaccine, and promoting for our black babies to go and get a better education in the field of science. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Trust me, thank you. I hear you. What you say? What you say? I say I wanted. To, I appreciate you, brothers, for promoting the vaccine, promoting science, and pushing our black babies to go and get a better education in the field of science. Thank you, man. Appreciate that, bro. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Man. You're welcome. Appreciate mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> we don't have to be back then because we have certain uh, dating methods, and when we talk about dating methods. Uh, you, how do you date a rock? Remember, I talked about the hardest course I ever embarked upon was rocks. Rocks will tell you everything about the cosmos, everything about Earth. It's all in the rocks, right? So when you call my dumb as a rock, you're really messing it up. You're messing that. Don't don't say they dumb as a rock, right? Because 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 rocks are essential into understanding the world around us. So 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 when we talk about rocks. Uh, we talk about igneous rocks. You got igneous rocks and sediment rocks. Let's just talk about the igneous rocks, right? From the Greek word dealing with molten lava. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about sediment rocks. There's the sediments where you find fossils at. See, I'm answering the question of we wasn't back there, but some of them fossils were. So those fossils settle in sediments, right? But you can't date sediments, okay? But you can date the igneous rocks because the clock starts when the rocks start to harden. When the uranium-238, right, it actually decays, the isotopes, the radioactive isotopes, actually decay at a constant rate into lead-206, all right? I ain't reading shit right now, just going off the top of my head. Just to let y'all know that we studies around here, right? I'm gonna give you the source to verify what I'm saying. So what I want to tell you is, because I love archaeology and I love the way they dated. Okay, so you got 
Seven right here. You got Ignis Rocks right here. Ignis Rocks right here, right? This is how they date the sediment. They date the layer above the sediment and they date the layer below it with the English rocks. And they act, see, once you know that the, the, the quote unquote half-life, okay, that decay rate, then you get the one-fourth, the one-third, the two-thirds, you get a valuable date. So whenever they dating a quote-unquote uh, archaeological site or, or dating fossils, you know what I'm saying, they take several dates and they divide it up, you know what I'm saying, to get a constant number. You know, like they do your credit store, you may have a 750, a 695, and a census, and they put them three numbers together, they give you your rate. You know what I'm saying? What your score is overall. That's the same way they do. The different methods come in. So let me give you a source for this, right? Let me show you. This is what we love. We love to do this right here. This is the fun part. This is when it's fun. This is when it's fun to answer a question. I appreciate the question. So right here, uranium-238 to layer 206. It said an example of uranium-238, which decays in a series of steps into layer 206, can be used for establishing the age of rocks, right? An approximate age of the oldest rocks on Earth since uranium-238 has a half life of 4.5 billion years, it takes that amount of time for half of the uranium 238 to decay into PB206. That's lead 206. Let me actually click the source right here for you. And y'all can actually read up on it, right? Use your cell phone to actually click on that. There you go, right there. All right? It's all right here, y'all. For the listening audience right here. All right? So I talked about the sediments, right? And how the sediments actually uh, uh, is where they find fossils are, where they find the fossils, all right? And But they got to they, they, they gotta measure the age of the rocks above it and below it, okay? Because there's a rate of decay that they're looking at. There you go. The source will be, this is, man, chemistry, liberal text, radioactive decay. This is something y'all should read. See, brother, once you read this, you'll get it, that we don't have to be there. <laughs> we don't have to be there, but the rocks are there, and they give up the ghosts, as they say. And they give up the ghosts. They give up the dates. That's why we don't got to be there. We don't got to be there because the rocks were there. And if the rocks were there and if fossils are found in those sediments, then the rocks are actually taking notes. <laughs> no, that probably went over some of y'all here. Storing information. Hey, storing information. Once you understand how to get the information that is stored over time, then you can make a determination whether herbs work. Right? See, we know. It's science. It's science. We that know our herbs don't right work. There. Not because they're particularly bad for you, no, but because over time, humans have learned, the Egyptians didn't know. The Egyptians were the masters of the herbs, but they were subjected to the forces of viruses and bacteria, okay? Stop taking out people back to the time of the Egyptians. Y'all really take, y'all not even, at least they was experts at it. Y'all not even experts. Y'all haven't even developed a method around it. 
Okay, y'all just talk, y'all. Yeah, remember this and your knee bones connected to your ankle bone. Your ankle. Y'all do all that and then and then tell somebody and they mess around and get sick and got to go to the very place that y'all claim y'all against. I'm going to say this again. When you fight with the herbs and spices, there's a definition for it. It's called, uh, what is it called? It's called therapeutics. When I talk about therapeutics, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Sefi? Vaccine, vaccines, preventive, preventive medicine, not therapeutics, preventative medicine, vaccines, pre, before you get sick. Now, if I can prevent you from getting sick to use an old additive, one ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Mm. Mm. So tomorrow, speaking of that, yo, we're going to, no, Friday, right? We're going to have that, 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 you know, that book is going live for real. All right. Um, what, uh, what COVID-19, right? What's up? What's damn? The damn title. What SARS? What COVID-19? Taught, taught me. Science taught with Sean. Me. Damn, boy, you know, I'm messing up, Sean. Hey, Sean, don't get mad, bro. I got a lot of books lying in my head, bro. Okay, don't don't you do it. I don't want to get a text message. Somebody messed up the title. I don't want to hear that. We're gonna be here Friday, though. Okay. What COVID nineteen taught me. See, somebody got it. Yeah. What COVID nineteen taught me. Yeah. So we're gonna be going over that book a little bit. Uh, You know, we want to shout out the boy Sean, the brother Sean, man. Uh, Great family man, yo. Uh, Great father, and just you know, we appreciate that work being introduced into the ecology of the intelligent family. We appreciate that. And so we, you know, we doing that, that that book release party is going to be a party, man. And I mean, I hope y'all come in and join it uh, Friday at about, I don't know, about eight. I'll put the flyer out, man. We're going to be talking about it. If y'all got, if any of y'all got the book already, man, read something, man. We talk about the first chapter, something, man. Let Sean explain it, his experiences, man. And, uh, yeah, I still say the best part of the book is the damn forward. Uh, you know what I mean? Somebody named uh, God Killer wrote that. I'm joking, man. But yeah, man. So yeah, we we definitely doing that. And so we just talked about preventative, pre preventative, and therapeutic after the fact. So you're gonna get these anti-vaxxers talking about this new pill that's coming out. It's trying to get an EUA emergency use authorization. Merck, right? What's the name? I forget the name. Do you know the name of the pill? Nope. Okay, it's a pill, right? But the pill is a therapeutic. But then you would ask yourself, why would an anti-vaxxer go with a pill when it has to go through the same governing body? That It doesn't make sense. Just like it, it never makes sense with Riza Islam, and we calls Riza Islam out constantly because he's one of the 14 that has put out misinformation. No, the 12, the funky 12. Does. The yeah, he's dog. one of them. He's the one black guy. Yes. He's he's recognized as the one black guy in that dirty dozen. The dirty Risa dozen. Is- and yes. he was trained by white people. All right. Not educated white people, but misinformed white people. So watch this, y'all. Every time you see him on a program and he mentions this, and he mentions the CDC, he's straight retarded. It makes no sense. Why am I saying this? You can't cherry pick the CDC website, right, on vaccines because the CDC 
right? Informs and instructs us that vaccines are one, safe, right? And the coronavirus is a vaccine preventable disease. So whatever he's telling you, he's taking it out of context. Because no matter what they say, at the end of the day, they're trying to tell you, right, that these vaccines will help prevent the disease COVID-19 at a very high level. As a matter of fact, uh, the mRNA vaccine by Moderna, it's it's so it's working so well that they're not even going to approve a third shot for that. That's how good that's working. I it out more. Oh, Doses was a little uh, higher. Go ahead, Conway Coy. So he acting as a lobbyist for uh, herbal herbal companies or something like that, right? Ooh. He probably got Riza Islam. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what he. I, I've looked at the. They had done a study on the on these people on the dirty dozen and all of these people, right? Okay. These people are highly invested in homeopathy and in in the in the whole herbal game. Yes. Yes. Right. So the herbs and and the spices that that are being sold, they are highly invested in these different uh, the, the garlic and oregano and all the rest of the you know what I'm saying all the rest. Of the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they highly uh, invested in this homeopathy. You know what I'm saying? And so him doing what he doing, right, being an anti-vaxxer, really what an anti-vaxxer is a lobbyist for uh, herbalists. They're yes. just being a lobbyist for herbalists, a marketer. They're doing marketing for herbs. You know, there's no other reason to be a, um, uh, a anti-vaxxer. anti-vaxxer. You know no. what I'm saying? There's no other reason in the world that I could think of, and, and I've been thinking, and, 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 they, and they done done investigations on it, and it all seemed plain and simple, like when you get down to the bottom of life. There's no other reason to be an anti-vaxxer other than to be promoting herbs and spices. And that's what they all do. Yep. That's what they all end up doing, because the question yep. is going to come from either either someone who opposes them or someone who listens, actually listen to them. The question is going to come, then what? Oh, you need to go to this website. Try this product. Buy that. You better use this. This is going to build your immune system. Then that conversation starts. It's all part of a scheme. It's all part of this holistic, homeopathic, homeopathic, uh, natural medicine, natural cures, uh, oils, uh, aromatherapy, that whole industry is all behind this anti-vax nonsense. And, you know, a lot of times, like when you do the digging on it, right, a lot of times, uh, you know, they these homeopathic remedies or whatever, like, it'd it be so phony, like, they can't even get, you know, they can't even do a test on it. Look, like, the, bro, the, we the, can't the, even test what you say it was gonna do because that's how phony. Like they can't the even. The foundation do it. of it makes no sense. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, the idea that I'm gonna put micro particles 
of this stuff in you. And it's micro because we can't even measure it. It's diluted to the point that it's non-existent. But now your body is naturally going to incorporate these micro elements, which is going to prevent bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when you when you're able to actually read and and actually see what is what it's really all about, you know, you see these people. It's just, you know, they the FDA and, and these people and, and and those type of um uh, bodies. Those, those 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 type of checkpoint people like that. They like, bro, we can't even run a test on this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't even check the shit. So there was, you know, there was this one fad where people were selling chlorinated water. Hear me good. Chlorinated water. That's tap water. Your water, tap water is chlorinated. You know, that's my point. But they were telling you <laughs> that 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 this this is chlorinated water because the concentration of sodium chloride is higher than in natural water, and these extra oh, wow. chlorine, these extra chlorine uh, uh, ions are going to have a positive effect. <laughs> said, yeah. do you know what it is? Said, it's disingenuous on so many levels. Because, as you said, we know vaccines are preventative. Yeah, the, what they're selling is a cure. Yeah, for one, and we know it. Even though we 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 are not against herbs and and things like that, because we are we have to make them know that know that this is not a preventative. Anything they're selling, it cannot prevent nothing. It's it's barely a cure for and everybody. And then when we go up against it, it makes us look like we're against them things, people taking them things, which you, you should take. And that's the problem there. It's so, it's so disingenuous on so many levels. It's I'm a Caribbean man. That, so every that's a morning, great point. Yeah. That, that I'm a, a Caribbean point. man. Every morning I go outside and I take my bush and I make tea. Bush tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However... I was the was one of the, the, the guys that got on Facebook and went ham at one of our local her herbalists who is promoting their tea as if it can uh, um, eliminate mucus. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sebi, ping, 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 ping. So, yeah. and then it, it creates the impression that I don't enjoy my herbs, that mm-hmm. I don't take my turmeric because I understand that the health benefits that these things have, but they are mm-hmm. just there to help my body to function optimally. They are not mm-hmm. designed to fight off a, a novel virus that has already killed 5 million people. Exactly. We need a vaccine for that. Like that's a whole different conversation. I have my name bush here because it's an antiviral, antibacterial it helps reduce my inflammation overall because I have lupus. But I'm going to not tell nobody, listen, man, just drink some neem. It's antiviral. You're not going to get, you're not going to pick up coronavirus. That's, that would be ridiculous. Said, that that's would be irres- irresponsible and ridiculous. So it's not as if I'm anti-herbs 
But at this moment in time, when we engage in the battle, I am not giving any room for any misconceptions about that. So if you, if you think at this point I'm anti-herbs, we're going to fix that after the virus, right? Because you're going to see me drinking my tea and ask me what that is. That's some bush from outside. Yeah, it's Corey, just herbs. Corey, you going to say something? Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I was just gonna say that that Fitz had made a great point because they try to make us anti-herb, you, you know what I'm saying? Because we pro-vaccination, you know, which is a a fallacy, you know what I'm saying? And and um, it creates a false dichotomy where it's either you you pro-vaccine or you know pro-vaccine and anti-herb or pro-herb and anti-vaccine, you know, that's a, that's, that's a false dichotomy that they, that the people set up. And when you give them leeway, like I said the other day, you give a motherfucker an inch, right? They take a mile, right? <laughs> when you talk about the benefits of the herbs, like my, like, uh, my man said, he take, he, he drink his teas, his bush teas and, and different things like that. And, he understand the benefits that come out of those different things, right? But um, you know, when you say, okay, yeah, 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 I, I benefited off of that, and 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 that it does help have some health benefits, right? They run off with it, like as if you know what I'm saying. You saying, you know, you saying Corey. it really gives a cure or something like that. Corey, Corey, you know, you're that's the problem. They don't realize, and this is how you know they don't nothing, know nothing about anatomy and how your body works. When we talk about herbs, fruits, and all of this, it helps systems, the body systems, not just one. It, it's not it, it it's not meant for triggering an immune response. We keep saying this is. I've said this word so many times. I don't know. I must say it in my sleep. It's not the same. You when you take herbs, spices, and all of these things, it helps all the body systems. You know, your eyesight, these things, your immune system. It doesn't just go to one place. It doesn't, it's not designed to go and attack something because it's not seen as anything bad. They're not bad things for your body. I don't know how much time we're gonna we, we're gonna have to explain this. Mm. Um, until they get it at the end of the day, it's funny. So let's. So we was talking about uh, Rizzo is known. I stays on this nigga head. We was talking about the 12 people and how he was part of it. And I talked about who he was trained with about. So let me jump right to where his training actually comes from. Okay. All right. Here goes Boy right here. <clears throat> Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Okay. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is an American environmental lawyer, author, anti-vaccine advocate. Okay? Anti-vaccine advocate. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. When you start hearing these claims from Rizzo Islam about autism and vaccines, he gets it from this guy. They say Kennedy is the chairman of the Children Health Defense, right? And we're gonna talk about that for a minute. Uh, and an advocacy group he founded in 2016, the group alleges a large portion of American children are suffering from conditions 
as diverse as autism, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, food allergies, cancer, and autoimmune disease due to exposure to certain chemicals and radiation. It says the Children's Health Defense has blamed and campaigned against vaccines, fluoridation of drinking water. Uh, what is this word? Pyroritimal, am I saying it right? Parastimal. Hmm, how is that? Aluminum, wireless communication, okay, and others. Kennedy's group has been identified as one of two major buyers of anti-vaccine advertising on Facebook in the late 2018 and early 2019. It's your man right here. Okay. Uh, let me go right here. According to the Center for, for, for Centering Digital Hate, uh, Kennedy leverages his status as a well-known act activist for environmental causes to bluster other actors of anti-vaccine movement regularly appearing in online conversations with the likes of what? Wakefield, I'm gonna show you a picture of him, Dale Bigtree and Rashid Butler. All right, if any of y'all know who Dale Bigtree Big is, Dale Bigtree is an American television and film producer, as well as CEO of the anti-vaccine group, uh, Informed Consult Action Network. He produced the film, Vaxxed. From cover up to catastrophe, based on the discredited views of Andrew Wakefield. There you go. Y'all know who that man is. I debated him in December, uh, December 19th. No, December 2019. Uh, I think it was what, what December the 18th, 2019. This is before. Matter of fact, the virus was in the room with us and we just didn't know. This is the guy I went up against, that guy right here. He's funded by this guy. This is the money. Follow the money, like they say. That's what the pseudos be trying to take that and co-opt it. This is the guy right here. This is the one. This is the one with the bread and the money. Okay? All right? This is the guy that trains Resident How do I know? Here you go, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. He's standing with Louie, honoring the man. Here you go. There you have it. Why is he with this man? Because they're on the same page when it comes to destroying the lives of uh, African people. I got to call them out. Just be mad at me. It is what it is. Boom. Rizzo Islam, Wakefield, hugging him. He's hugging him. He's in between Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I think this is the guy that was selling the, the crazy, one of these guys, even this doctor right here, this guy right here, all to left, was selling that crazy stuff during the AIDS epidemic, one of them. They're all anti-vaxxers, the whole of them. Why are they in bed with these guys right here, man? Oh, I'm just a picture, no, it's more than just a picture, yo. You would never see me in a picture like that, not unless I just finished fighting. Y'all got to understand that. They, they post and purport the same views. They're targeting black people. The targeting is coming from this guy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., this guy, Wakefield, and is being pronounced and well-spoken by Rizza 
Islam. He got the smile on his face. We call it a shit-eating grin. A shit-eating grin. That's what we call it where we're from. Chessy Cat. He got, the, he got the mice tail hanging out his mouth. Huh. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay, anti-vaccine propaganda of Robert Kev G Kennedy Jr. Okay, environmental lawyer, crusade against vaccines and spread of lies to what? Marginalized community. I'm gonna read, let me slow it down. The anti-vaccine propaganda of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Or how an environmental lawyer led a crusade against vaccines and spread lies to marginalized community that would be the African-American community, that would be the Native American community, that would be the Hispanic community, right? We know that Rizzo Islam be chilling with this man because he says everything that he says. That is the money. Medical racism. That's the movie he's in, I believe. Nonsense. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. does not want you to think of him as an anti-vaxxer. All anti-vaxxers claim not to be anti-vaxxers. It's the most bizarre thing ever. <laughs> I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Then what are you then? I have not yet met an anti-vaxxer, someone who spreads misinformation about all vaccines being harmful, who is comfortable with the label. Kennedy is not just an anti-vaxxer, by many recent accounts, he is one of the princesses of the anti-vaccination movement. If not, it's king. He's the king of it, yo. The website Media Bias and Fact Check calls Kennedy, Kennedy's Corporation, Children Healthcare Defense, a strong conspiracy and quackery level advocacy group. An academic paper published in January 2020 reported that the Children Healthcare Defense was one one of two buyers, right, accounting for 54 percent of anti-vaccine advertisement content on Facebook. Kenny himself is part of the what? Disinformation doesn't. That's what we just talked about. Let me click this on real quick. All right. My, oh, my, oh, my, what do we, what do we have here? Like my mother used to say, my, oh, my, here you go. Here you go. That's your man Rizza. I don't get it. Rizza? And he's proud to be there. Ignorance is at an all-time high. I just got to call a spade a spade. Yeah, that's the guy that ran from the conversation. There you go. Rizzo Islam, ladies and gentlemen, for you to see. Clear as day. I'm going to put this in there, man. All right. Wait, we put that. We got the chatty patties in there, man. We didn't already put the daggone uh, link in there, man. So anybody, you, you, you feel a certain way, man. You feel like we miseducate, man. You feeling strong. You feeling scientific. You feeling you can defeat science? Yeah, hit that damn link. Don't talk me to death. Yeah, don't talk me to death, right? Don't talk me to death. Man, get on here, express yourself, and talk to us. Y'all chatty patty, man.
Where y'all at? All right. One more thing I would like to show y'all. One more source. All right. They're making movies targeting black people, bro. Like it's horrible, yo. Like how they're not racism. NPR. Anti-vax vaccine film targeted the black Americans spread, targeting black Americans spread false information. Say it again. Anti-vaccine film targeted to black Americans spread false information. Put the source in there for y'all, man. I ain't gonna read through all that. I don't want to bog y'all down. So this your time to call in, man. Man, you just want to call and say what's up. Hit the link, right? Yeah, I mean, and uh, you know, we just appreciate everybody at this point. Uh, you know, so it's it's clear for me why people supporting uh the wholesale spread of a virus. Right, should be marked and and targeted for being who they really are. Like it's just amazing, man. You know, so you know, I don't just talk about people to talk about people. Okay. I don't just call a person treason for no reason. All right. It's just amazing how those people get pop popularized. I understand how he, how he gets popularized because he's brilliant. And miss and and the disinformation and in the misinformation, he's brilliant at that. He's so brilliant that that platforms that actually advocates vaccines have him on there, thinking that they can have a conversation with him. But you can't have a cordial conversation with him. You got to have a strict combat everything he says type of conversation. Say what you're gonna say, Rizzo. Put the nigga on the clock like this. All right, you just talk for three minutes, give me my three minutes. And while you're doing, you have somebody taking notes. Bah, 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 bah. And then you finish his ass off. You can't be smiling, beguiling, and all that, because at this point, he's an enemy to our health. This is not the, oh, I believe in God, I don't conversation. This is not the, the aliens in the wheel and humans come from that. This is not that conversation. This is black. African-Americans are dying every day based off of the misinformation, based off of the fact that you think elderberries, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and what course say the garlic closed can actually stop a virus that has colonized planet Earth. Man, make sure you look out for that show Friday, man. When we gonna have Brother Sean on, man. What we have in a party based around his book. We appreciate him. What SARS COVID 19 taught me. Man, powerful book to fight against all the misinformation. I think I put that nigga out of them, which I ran scared. Is that what it is? How y'all get scared? How y'all get scared like that, man? Click the link, man. Hit the link. I think I could just put that. Let me see. You see. Let's get that link right there. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Can't hear you. What you say? I can't hear. <laughs> right, you know, in the pandemic. 
Your phone get it out. Nah, I like Haskell ain't working with the government, yo. He's just working with the missing phone. Hey, American Dream. Yeah, we already said it, yo. We SWAT, nigga. We ain't agents. We SWAT. <laughs> yeah, where you at? Uh American Dream, man. Go ahead, man. I, I put the link in there for you, man. Hit that link, bro. Don't don't be chatty pat. That's what gets you put out. Is running your mouth in the chat and not having a heart to get on. Well, not at least give us a good reason why I'm at work, yo. You know, I can't, I didn't do it. All right, then you can get away with it. But don't be in there talking about yo, the uh watch this. Let me read this. I'm all in the motherfucking the peanut gallery. He says, American Dream says, the pseudo killers are vaccine agents. Nope. Pseudo killers. Wow. <laughs> we swat, yo. We coming to we coming to get we coming to <laughs> we coming to shooting vaccines. Boop, 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 boop. Coming on the corner. Boop, 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 boop. Anybody in the line of say getting vaccinated. We chef. Boop, 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 boop. Stick your head up. Boop, boop. He ain't home. That's funny. He ain't home. I, I don't I don't see how we've always said this up to you. We just give you the information. The right information. No one's telling you to do whatever you don't want to do. I've always been one who said I'm going to continue to educate. Um, mandates uh, and forcing people uh, is going to have a negative effect, uh, especially for the small group that remain ignorant. So I am all always going to be about education. But you know what the problem is when you, whenever science is dealing with anti-science. We're delving into the realm of belief. And people tend to identify themselves with what they believe. They, they become the information. So when we prove that we're not even going to entertain the discussion uh, about herbs because it's a therapeutic, even if we're going to discuss that, that's therapeutic and we're dealing with preventative medicine. So show me something that's going to trigger your immune system now that affects them personally. So we become agents, we are frauds, uh, we work for these companies and all it is, is information. Now, whatever you wanna do with it, go ahead. But everywhere they look, they realize that who's dying? Unvaccinated folks. The hospital is full of unvaccinated folks. Yeah, that's real. Me sitting right here, Immune compromised, got my vaccine, had my dance with Corona, and I didn't skip a beat. I was ill. I had a headache. I, I, I had flu-like symptoms. I had a diarrhea for two days, sore throat, but that's about it. And I'm immune compromised. I have lupus, so I'm high risk. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's one of the reasons why I got infected, because of a compromised immune system. Mm -hmm. Mm. Gotcha. However, gotcha. I'm here to have the conversation, though. Yeah, appreciate I wasn't that. Infected, too. But I didn't get the disease. Appreciate that too. So let me ask you a question. A new new university. First of all, American Dream said he at work. All right, man, I respect that, bro. 
because I'm about to kick your ass out with the jack. Because here's the rule of the show, right? Like, we working hard and diligently to allow people to come on and say their piece. No cutting them off, no nothing. Not unless you that that asshole nut over there. I ain't going to mention his name because he ain't worthy of getting his name mentioned ever again, right? But, you know, for the brothers in the chat that's throwing their ideas out there, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't kick them out. Let them say what they want to say. Right. But then once you say it, you got to come on and, and back that up. We're not going to have the hide guy in the back room syndrome going on. You hide and throw the rock outside. You no, know, no. But since you're at work, you will respect that. OK, so now new university. Uh, what what video is it you want us to watch in the back chat? So I'll let you know if I want to watch a video. Are you pro vax or are you against vaccines? Ask that question and I'll let you know whether I want to watch some damn video with you. And the question coming from uh, American Dream is, um, do you support mandates? So let me start with you, Fritz. Fritz, do you support the mandates? Yes, I do. Okay. One for Fritz. Cedric, do you support the mandates? No, I don't. Okay. Let me substantiate. Can I substantiate why? No, you can come back after that. Okay, Chef, do you support the mandates? Chef working. Okay. Very good. And for me, I support the mandates. Chef, I know Chef say, yo, lock the ass up and give him the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, keep this going the mandate. and vaccinate him up and get it over with. So he more, he go farther than the mandate. <laughs> he downright force. He downright force him. <laughs> so, okay, so go ahead, Cedric. Why don't you support the mandates? What are you uh, saying? What's the reason I don't support the mandates, simple. Uh, at this point, uh, it, it would not, it would have no major benefits uh, uh, overall. Uh, everyday people are still getting vaccinated. Everyday people are still getting infected. Of those that get infected, 90% of them are going to be okay and have acquired a re immune response. The 10% that remains at this point, from a public health perspective, it doesn't affect the greater population. So to go through the whole process of mandating people, it's a, it's a cumbersome process and it's a waste of time. But I'm saying that from a policy perspective also, I, I, when I talk like this, this is when I got my policy development hat on. I'm sitting in my chair as, as, as a, a public health uh, a policy developer. Where are we going? How, how is government's involvement going to be a benefit or disadvantage. And I don't see the advantages of mandating the vaccine based on the fact that it's endemic and uh, once infected, we have an acquired immune response. Uh, yeah, I don't agree with none of that shit you just said. You're talking crazy. You know, we've been arguing about this all week. I don't agree with that. Oh, because the endemic is not. Nah, no, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. I don't. Nope, because I think the vaccine is valuable and people just catching it should never be an option, Mr. Cedric, because we know there are side effects. There are crazy effects based off of that, like 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 the young brothers becoming having erectile dysfunction, like having kidney problems, like having heart problems, like having lung problems. So I'm not advocating anybody just fucking catching. So I just like in schools. Just like in schools, their vaccines are mandated for children to go to school, yo. So, so I'm with that. 
All right, I'm with that. I'm definitely, I'm not with the not letting the person say they want to sell their mouth though. I think that's a slippery slope. Yeah, no, no. But again, again, we agree. Remember, we talked the risk factors and being and being exposed to COVID uh, uh, is is uh, is too high of a risk. It's not worth it. We discussed all of this long COVID, so there's no disagreement from me saying um, get your ass vaccinated. I'm gonna continue to promote get your vaccine. It is gonna help you, but to take it to that next step and mandate it. And, and 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 again, when when we're not taking into consideration that natural immunity exists, so you're mandating people who were naturally infected understand that they have acquired an immune system, uh, immune response. You're mandating them to to get the vaccine. These are the things that fuel the unnecessary conspiracy theories. Now, yeah. So 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 I I know I have a immune response. You're still forcing me to take the vaccine. It's going to create more friction than it's going to get, than it's going to uh, uh, solve a problem. Again, I promote get your butt vaccinated. Do not get naturally infected. The risk is too great. We don't know the long-term effects of, uh, of, of uh, long COVID. We're seeing signs of erectile dysfunction. The, the, the virus is living in, in the brain. It's causing brain fog. Vaccines are your best option. Mandating though, eh. said said, we seen what not mandating has done. We didn't mandate, and look what it's led to. Look how much variance we've had, and that's the problem. That's the only reason why I agree with mandating. It will lead to more problems. People are not listening, and look how much but variance we've had. Look, just the look. number. The number is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So at the point that we're doing these mandates especially if you take into account those already naturally infected. For example, in, in England, how much people would you actually be mandating them? T take into account that we're not dealing with the kids under 11 at this point. How much people are you actually mandating at this point? When you take into account natural immunity is a thing. I'm not saying go out and get infected to acquire natural immunity. That's going to cause long put you in a risk factor that's too great. However, from, a, from we're talking legislation, when we're talking mandate, you're mute, Mike. So now that's, the, that's a whole different discussion. From a, from a policy perspective, what's the, the benefit over the long term for, for, your, for your population? The reducement of the virus spreading, that's the, only, that's the main goal. In my eyes, said you're not going to stop the virus from spreading. It's endemic. You're not. Okay, I get it. The it's way the virus now. replicates, the way the virus replicates, infections are going to be a continuous thing. All right, right. Said. But if we if we try to stop the spread, do you know that? Don't you think we it will stop, can't these stop the spread? We are not right, having not that discussion anymore. We can't not stop the spread. The spread. Stop it. We're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're preventing the development of disease. Hold on, Cedric. At this point, we want a goddamn source. Hell with that shit. Hey, right. hey, hey right. chef. Hey, chef. Hey, chef. Play the, play the police. They call us the, the vaccine police. There ain't no, there, play there, there ain't no source. 
We're talking policy development here. So there ain't no source. There ain't, there ain't no source that mandating the vaccine or health not tonight. No, but Ted, the difference is... Oh, everybody freeze for a minute. Everybody freeze. Go ahead, play that one more time, Chef. Seven nine Adam, this is Central BCC. Multiple SWAT units responding code three to CP at one twenty seventh and Adelaide. Barricade situation. <laughs> 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 this man Seth up here talking about get the vaccine, don't mandate it. What the hell is? What? I'm like, I need shot. No. I'm gonna push on on you. No, no, no I don't understand. No. I don't understand. If we're talking promoting the vaccine, that's one discussion. If we're getting no, into not, policy discussion, if we're getting into a policy discussion about mandating the, the vaccine, I'm going to put a different hat on. Yeah, I'm just yeah, going to yeah. do it. Hey, let me yeah. say this. Can I, I, agree, I agree with Cedric. I agree with Cedric, but I'm for the mandate anyway. You say kick their door. You don't even do the mandate. You say kick their door and squat. Because they, because they, they, got us, they got us to a point where we at now, where it's inevitable. It's going to colonize, you know what I mean? The, 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 the coronavirus is going to colonize the whole human population at this it point. It already did. It already did. Yeah, so like he's saying, like the mandate is, is crazy now. Like, Really? You, know, but you can't you know even why stop. It's different. Go ahead. Do you know why it's different, um, Chef? The difference is this is not like the uh, this is not like the flu, like comes back every year and the, the variant is a bit different. This is killing the variant. If the, the variant comes back, which we know it will every year, it's gonna kill. So we need to we really need to halt it. We know but the flu does the same thing. And we have vaccinations for the flu, and they're not mandated, though. One at a time. One at a time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we have the same situation with the flu. Yeah. And we have vaccines, but they don't mandate it. But they make it a higher level to talk to elderly, right, and different people who, the ones that end up in the hospital, or um or near death or die or, or could potentially die from the flu, they um are at a greater risk, right? So they are um the flu vaccine is promoted to them even more. So I think it will be the same way with this um um SARS-CoV-2 um situation. The, the SARS, the differences with this SARS, the variants are more vicious. It's completely different from the and flu. Sometimes we don't know that though, all the way. Yeah, we do. They do, yo. No, it could be variants that come along that ain't as um uh, ain't as um harmful. Like so, they're variants. They're variants. They're variants. Every time the virus mutate, a variant appears. What we're talking about is the few variants that become dominant. And yeah. now we're dealing with the Delta, so now we're registered the fourth variant that has become dominant. The contagion factor is higher, but the death rate isn't. Exactly. Right? So, so let me put some things into perspective. It be, the virus becoming endemic, 
because of the way and the area it, pro it proliferates. It starts and it remains in the mucus system. Your body's defense system allows you to not develop the disease, but we ain't stopping the spread of this virus anymore. The reason why I say that, said the reason why they're mandating that is because of this, because of the variants and the way they, they mutate so quick. Source so up. Now that, now that you can source up. All right, said. No, no, listen to Cedric. Cedric ain't gave you a source yet. You don't, don't make him show you a source before he show his name. He is giving a hard factual reason why demanding the the vaccine, and I disagree with that point because you're not going to stop variants by. Uh, by, by, by vaccines. Why? Because the infection rate is not affected by the vaccine. Okay. okay so the virus is going to continue to infect people and it's going to continue to mutate just as all coronaviruses does and just as all flu viruses do. But, but then are you, not, decrease the are you not saying that if a lot of people were more vaccinated, it wouldn't stop the spread more? Man, don't listen to him. He's just saying anything. Where the source at, Cedric? Tired of hearing that. Tired of hearing that. I heard that for three weeks, Cedric. Three <laughs> weeks. So this is what we're gonna do. Hold on. This is what we're so gonna what, do. What is me? So put no, 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 uh, no. endemic virus. Pull it no, up. No, 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 no. Endemic no. virus. No, hold on, hold on. What we want to do is, <laughs> since we got you on the firing squad for that point, we go. want you to say that we're just saying. Real slow. I'm going to go into the R not numbers, right? I'm going to put that out there. Okay, with the R not, I'm going to explain what the R not number is and tell you where it is. And I don't like that statement Chef made about, oh, it's like the flu. I don't like that. That's a little bit bananas. And I don't like yeah, it. It ain't like the flu. Right. It's I don't a like coronavirus. that. So, so it's going to be Hold for a minute, Sean. Don't pull out the thermonuclear weapon yet. I want the thermal. I, I want it's the thermal, the coronavirus. Thermal, how you said thermal? Thermonuclear thermal weapon. Come on, Sean. Sean, on so, here. Hold so, on. He, we, we got another SWAT member. It's the. This coronavirus. We coming. We coming to get you, Cedric. We coming. Let's go. Let's go. Go ahead and explain fifth, your point. Hold on. Fifth. We're not hold on. We're not gonna cut you off. Good. We want to hear the shit you've been saying for the last three weeks. Good. You got the stage, bro. Let's go. At this point, we understand the coronavirus. This one, COVID, the COVID, uh, COVID SARS-2 is on its way, if not, has already become endemic. That was a that was the prediction from the from the first time it came out. It was going to be the fifth wave. The fifth common cold, the fifth coronavirus, as people get infected, novel, because of it being novel, we see the high death rates, right? And what is high death rates? 2% overall? Good. We developed the vaccine. Fact of the matter is we didn't know if humans were developing immunity towards this, this virus. We were talking about reinfections. We were talking about uh, 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 that the virus wasn't completely out, so, so, so people didn't get, actually get reinfected. We didn't know. Now we know we have an immune response if you were infected and, and subsequently you got better. We know the vaccines and what it does. These are just hard facts. We're not talking about herd immunity anymore. 
We're not talking about virus eradication. We know it's endemic. What does endemic mean? It's not going nowhere. It's going to remain in your population. It's going to remain circulating. As was the case with the last four coronaviruses, the 78 adenovector viruses, and the six flu viruses that we deal with all the time. That's my point. Yeah, I don't even understand what the hell you just said. Maybe, Sean, you cleared it up. <laughs> it still didn't register as making any sense to me. We just got beat up. I agree with him. I agree with him on that. But he's still, he's still, that talk? doesn't make, that can doesn't I, make I, it right on your mandatory, uh, the mandatary vaccines. No, we're not that listening just, to that. It doesn't, it doesn't explain that. Frederick. I'm smelling misinformation. I don't like the talking about the flu and the coronavirus is two goddamn separate things. What did you nah, just let? Nah, how, how about this? Just go I ahead and let the small I leave. I could have leave. Leave. left the conversation right by the fifth, that the fact that this is the fifth wave. The fifth coronavirus that we are going to deal with consistently, we have already been dealing with four. This is the fifth wave. So now means, we have a fifth irrelevant. wave to deal with. So it's becoming endemic. It's the, endemic, the wave, right? The waves are yes, irrelevant because another that. wave can another wave can can happen in two can. weeks from now. Can. So we but we're, not we're dealing with the fifth one, right? No, you got to know. No, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. Cedric, we, we let doing you that. go. Cedric, you got okay, to you, talk. Cedric, you Deshaun, get it all out. Right. All right. We let you get your whole spill out. Yeah, you ran Good. out of bullets. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth wave, you fifth wave is the death. But go ahead, Sean, because he fifth wave, the fifth wave. Go ahead, Sean. First of all, this is this is a this is new for everybody. This is novel. So we can't predict when we're going to come out of a pandemic and go into an endemic phase. Mm. Right? No, so stop, we have to we stop, Sean, stop. That's a point. That's a checkmate point right there. Boom. What no, is that checkmate? We can't predict no, when we get a go ahead, Sean. <laughs> got one good point right there. Go ahead, Sean. No, it's not. But okay, go ahead. Yeah, you can refute right. it later. Go ahead. All right. So we can't predict when we will come out of a pandemic and go into an endemic phase. We can assume, based on previous history and research with other viruses and how they emerged. However, COVID has not acted like other viruses. Therefore, it shouldn't be compared to other members of the coronavirus family. This has brought up on new knowledge. When Delta emerged as the predominant variant in the United States specifically, when it emerged as the dominant uh, variant, the world, I mean, uh, the, the, the epidemiologists, virologists, and immunologists had to reconsider all their data. That means that coming to an endemic was more, uh, was more or less put on the back burner, meaning they increased the number of people that needed to be vaccinated in order to achieve a sustainable amount of what's transpiring. Now, good news is that the vaccine uh, reduction of hospitalizations and deaths, that remained prominent. So they gave an inspired hope, but we still have natural immunity. Uh, we, we still have this threat of, or this thought of so-called quote unquote natural immunity and what it may help 
bring. So they're trying to say, if we continue to vaccinate enough people, if we continue to do other things, then we could we could bring it to an endemic. But to say that we are in one or predicting that we are in one because of a wave decrease would be scarce because they thought that this was going into that phase before the fifth wave because exactly. they were trying to predict they were trying to predict things and that didn't occur a whole new wave came about people are at football games people are at uh, soon to be indoors at basketball games and all of these things and then the transmission rate could spike Again, we can't say, we do know we're dealing with the most transmissible as of right now, the most transmissible variant, which is Delta. And Ankit mentioned the R naught, and the R naught basically talks about the rate of the rate of transmission um, in the population. And he'll get into some more of that or whatever when he wants to get there. But the, the, the casing point is epidemiologists are slow to say that this will that we're turning the corner they're saying we are seeing a reduction but we have to continue to be careful now measurements are in place not dismissing dismissing what what Cedric is saying the truth of the matter is we, it, it's it's unfair to conclude meaning that we don't know. It's all new. This thing can turn around and a situation can occur. And next thing you know, you got a whole bunch of people fall out the sky for some particular reason. Or because the, the, the dang on virus has adapted now due to the Delta variant and a new, a, a new variant emerges and it becomes more transmissible, then we have more problems because now we're going to have an increased breakthrough, which in some instances could be an issue or it could not because if it's a, if it's a, a different variant with a more transmissible rate that's more infectious and can be potentially more deadlier, then it could cause and wreak some havocs on vaccination uh, um, the vaccination progression, and it could wreak havoc on breakthrough, I mean, or reinfections and naturally infected. Because right now, the, the problem is, is that at the rate that we're going right now, people are 2.34 times likely to be reinfected, which is going to keep us in a position. And now we're dealing with children. We haven't even really just truly dealt with children yet. So we can't get to we can't cross the bridge until we have the children taken care of because in the children, a new variant can emerge and it could be a problem for all. Mm. Exactly. No. Exactly. So now so, can, can I just make a point? How many could can be my possible question mark that Jashan just do right there? In that last hypothetical could be I understand all these risk factors we're talking about right now and mandating a vaccine when 60 or more than 80% of your population between being having been vaccinated and having been naturally infected. Reinfections occurring. That's a given. We ain't going to prevent that based on the place that the virus replicates. If we know that the vaccine going to prevent uh, a, a disease. There is nothing that we're going to do, even being vaccinated, to prevent infections. There is just that risk. It exists. 
2.2% of the people can be reinfected. How does mandating the vaccine prevent reinfections and the infection rate of the disease overall? That's with what it means. It is not going nowhere. Endemic means the virus is here. We know that. Mutations are going to occur. It can go left, but that's a question mark. The point that the virus mutates to the point that it has now become so different that it is the sixth corona virus we're dealing with. When I talk about a wave, I'm talking about the strands of coronaviruses that exist, not the reinfection. Why do you keep saying six? It's already seven, dog. Why you keep saying no. six? <laughs> when you refer to waves, you're talking about the spikes in cases. I am talking about the four endemic flu colds that we have are no, from coronaviruses. Seven. It's seven, yo. Yeah, 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 you're right. Mercy. Right, you kept saying that shit for the last hour. You yes. just thought, I was like, when I say the fifth, this is the one that's staying, though. This is the about. This is the one that has become endemic. MERS is endemic. SARS-1 is endemic. It's gone. Those two are gone. It's not here. Those two didn't remain here. All right, but said, com considering what Sean just said, yeah, and the nature of this virus, is it not, you said it might be, it's a possibility, but considering we've seen how this virus works, can you not say that it could happen? What Sean said. Yeah. Who disagrees? I didn't disagree with a thing Sean says. I'm okay. sitting here telling you I've been infected even though I was vaccinated. My CT values are 21.4. Mm -hmm. The infections and infections are going to occur. It happened with me sitting in my home. So you can't you, prevent that. Would you rather would you rather people not be vaccinated or vaccinated? Yeah, you talk, you're giving a crazy message there, bro. L listen, wait, you wait, can't wait. make, listen, so you, let me, hold on, let me interpret this for you. Let me so interpret. Me, so me not mandating the vaccine turned me into an anti-vaxxer overnight? How does that no, make sense? No, sir. Yeah, how you jump there? Let me make this point. Let me make, I want to translate for you. Let me tell you what my, my ears are hearing here. Now, say you're anti-vaxxer. I'm saying at this point, you must be an immunologist or virologist because you have made a determination what data are you using? That's all I'm saying. So you're actually saying, look, it's an endemic. It's this. I'm just saying, I would like to be privy to that information. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you dove on, on your own sword grenade. You threw a grenade out there and you dove on that shit talking about your anti-vaxxer. You wouldn't be on here if he was that, though. We're simply, my translation of what you're saying is, nigga, I don't need a vaccine because I'm going to get it any motherfucking way. And I'm saying, no. listen, and listen, no. listen, listen no, hear what I'm, I'm saying. saying no, no, listen what I'm saying. Listen, I'm oh, telling you what my ears Cedric, Cedric, I'm telling you what my ears are hearing. For the last three weeks, we don't need we don't need to mandate vaccines. And I'm telling you that the workplace Right. I think business owners should have the right, right, the mandate if they want. Right. They can choose not to. Right. Uh, um, schools need to be mandated. OK. I'm saying that certain people should have the right. If I, you know, my business, I only want to get into it. But I wish stuff I could have mandated, 
know what I'm saying, people working at the store to get vaccinated. All right, I'm not gonna get into the whole thing right there. If I just had that tool to use, it would have been nice, Cedric. That's all I'm saying. But to say that, well, the endemic, you endemic me for three weeks straight. <laughs> and Sean say, I got that okay. guy right here. Sean say, you can't make that statement. He said, you can't, you can't determine an endemic yet. So is that true? Because if that's talking, true. Well, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the percentage they, they came up with lately for herd immunity? Oh, no, that's a question. I asked you a direct question. Is uh, the 90, 90% cannot... vaccination due to Delta? 90% vaccination. They they went from they went from 70 to 80 to 90. So they're saying if we vaccinate 90% of the population, right? They're the looking at this the up. same way. They're looking at this the same way that we just witnessed. Samoa get to 93% vaccination in their population to control the measles outbreak. So different they're, they're, virus, different vector, different no, mode. That's not, Once that's, vaccinated, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, what's your reinfection Cedric, rate it's not, with, it's not with, with you know. It's, it's not what you know. It's about what the listening audience can bridge together. Okay. So what I'm what I'm trying to do is just bridge it together to give an example. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to compare the two. I'm just simply saying that they're they're saying 90%. So if they moved it, they moved it from 70 to 90%. They ain't even they're not even trusting the natural infection giving the right type of protection to help bring it out. The reason that they're doing that is because and I don't know if uh if did I do it the other day or two days ago but we talked about this whole natural thing again, and I was reading an actual uh, an article on, on one of the damn shows. Hell, I can't even remember, but I had to go back. But in one of the shows, they were talking about the, the, the protection the vaccine provides versus the protection that natural immunity supposedly provides in certain instances and they were saying that the vaccine because of what the vaccine does it gives the, it gives that uh reinforced a reinforced protection that you don't get i'm i'm missing my word that i need to really, I know i know exactly uh, what you mean go ahead insert right but um I, i'm just missing that word but that uh, that additional protection that the vaccine provides isn't given in natural in, in in natural immunity. Therefore, when when the when you're uh, weighing the two, you can't go that route. So they're trying to solve all of these things, right? But just based on the available data that we have now, comparing the two, natural immunity versus vaccination, we know ones. We know we know vaccination is safer. We know uh, it protects against long COVID. We know there's there's way more benefits. The risk in, in natural infection could potentially kill you, could potentially hospitalize you. You can carry a number of diseases and all of that. We know all of that. And, you know, you can develop long COVID. There's a huge risk. But for those who've been infected and recovered, if you haven't, and I want to make sure this is clear because this is the science. If you haven't been severely infected by COVID-19, your protection is weak as, weak as hell. I'm going to say it again. If you haven't been severely infected by COVID, by COVID, meaning you asymptomatic, 
I had mild symptom people thinking that you don't need a vaccine. If it wasn't a severe reaction, your protection is the weakest. That was not mentioned to people who ran with the notion that naturally infected mean that they had protection. Mm-hmm. No, people with severe reaction to COVID-19 had the better protection than people who had an asymptomatic response. That is why asymptomatic cases for reinfection are up. It's a different level of protection. The immune system has been abused, beaten down, bruised, made over and remade and had to go through a whole recovery process to come out of that severe infection. Therefore, the protection is there. And everybody don't have that afforded level of protection. Because remember, only 2% had severe reaction. So they're, they, ain't, they ain't leading toward that. The, the, the science says they're not leaning toward these people who think that they just been naturally infected and they're going to help us get us out. Nah, they're they going to be a part of a bigger issue down the line, potentially. And I'm saying potentially because it could shed light on that, but we have to weigh all the data. I don't. I wish we could get to a, a, a you know, the faster we can get to a, a period where we can turn the curve because turning the curve means we got total control and yeah, then it's going to look like a damn common cold. But, it, and Cedric is absolutely right. It's going to be with us. It ain't going nowhere. Every other virus that existed on earth is still with us today. Can't nobody tell us that a, a, a particular polio don't exist. Yeah, dude, it's affecting people still today. We're just not hearing about it. Measles, mumps, rubella. It's affecting people today. We're just not hearing about it. Whooping cough, pertussis. All of those viruses haven't went anywhere. Even though they're eradicated here, they haven't went anywhere. Viruses don't go nowhere. They just go sit in a corner somewhere until it's <laughs> until they can find a viable host to survive in and then uh, transmit again. So we have to get vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. Even if you've been infected, your best protection would be hybrid immunity. So you've been infected, whoop-de-doo. Get Go your get vaccine. your vaccine. At Go least get one. your vaccine, get your hybrid immunity, and you have the best protection. You'll be better protected than me and Unc. However, us Moderna people, we don't need no booster <laughs> shot. So I just want to throw that out there. For everybody Moderna, talking about Moderna you people taking shots. shots well, well, let me say this. Since Sean got his um his book uh being released, <clears throat> and Friday he's Friday. coming on the show. 8:30. 8:30. And I'm glad Sean just came on because I had contacted Sean last night and I was saying I wanted Cedric, right, to um to conduct the interview, right? Because between Cedric and Unk out of the pseudo killers, they got the best command of the um information on the um on the corona uh situation so you know we just got a glimpse of it even them two on and out of situation you can see how competent Cedric is on the information so I, I think the show um Friday is gonna be fire tune in you know what I mean I hope it give y'all a, um um more incentive to go out and um cop Sean book you know what I mean yes, because it's going you know what I mean so so definitely get everybody in here, share the link for Friday with your family and friends um, and let them know we got, you know, uh, our, one of our own brothers that's um, advocating and um, spreading information on the, um, on the coronavirus to um, give us better information. So 
tell people to tune in, you know what I mean? And maybe your family and friends can pick up that book, you know, and we can better inform our um, community and family. But y'all go ahead. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, so, so people, um, yeah, so, you know, on the civil cause we, we disagree on certain um, nuances. Get you back. That's, that's fine. And I think it's stimulating, you know, uh, uh, the conversation. And, you know, I throw the little yeast in that shit to make it fun and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But that's not to deter, you know, that's not to deter um, people from, from listening to the show. And, but I just want to always say that, that, that the best advice I can do is based off of the, the expert advice. Uh, Sean's book is written using the experts. He's not giving you his own opinion. Okay, that's he's not doing that. Um, the book is not based on. We'll talk about that um, another moment. But I just want to make the point that for me, people are, are trying to grab anything and any goddamn reason not to get a vaccine. They forget that we were talking about mandates, and you were saying. I don't think I don't like the mandates. That's preference that. And you gave your reasons why they'll forget the mandate part and say, why would I take a vaccine? Yo, I'm, I'm going to get it anyway. That's that's what my ears. Mm-hmm. Are Remember, I'm from the black community and we turn shit up. So you got to dial in your scientific literacy to push that out your head. Because I know that's what people heard. Yo, that, wait, that, oh, the pseudo killer said uh, you ain't got to get no vaccine because we're going to get it anyway. No, we were, just, we were talking about mandates, actually. Mandate. And there, let me let me preface that again. This, this, this is about, that was referencing my professional opinion with regards to policy. Yeah. However, everything with regards to mandate, everything that we have been talking about, we still remain talking the same language. Get your vaccine. I am living testament to the fact that vaccines work. There is no option. Natural immunity is, is, is a God forbid situation. We are talking about a preventable disease to the point you need to get vaccinated. Let me mm-hmm. make that, let me, let me say that and re-emphasize that. Uh, and because Ankh was, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, and I made the point, I'm not going to talk about any herbs because I don't want to confuse the discussion with regards to vaccines. So let me, let me dial that in one more time. Get your vaccine. There is no other option. If we reach to the point that we need to mandate it, to ensure that everybody gets it, I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not gonna disagree, but if you're gonna entertain the discussion, I can do that. But we pseudo killers, and you're right, get your vaccine. That's not an option, that's not a discussion. Said, that's that's the thing is, we know, we know you know exactly what's going on and you you support vaccinations. But as I just said, people will hear this conversation and not, understand a word we're saying but use what you're saying to not get vaccinated and that's why you know that's the only reason why but we always go like this back and forth all the time yeah yeah yeah. and i don't mind it i like it (laughs) it's fun but again uh when we're talking about the vaccines we gotta double down uh we gotta stay on message uh for that exact reason you give them a finger they're gonna take a mile Mm -hmm. that's been the theme all day so so with that regards, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say, yeah, uh, no. When when it comes to being protected, 
and 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 preventing uh, serious illness and, and and death from this disease, and it's affecting us the most. Then then getting the vaccine is not an option; it's the only option. It, 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 there is no option. Get your vaccine. Worst case scenario, you get infected. Okay, but get your vaccine at this point in time. There's no reason to die from a preventable disease. Fast. Exactly. I think that I think that um, mandates are are uh, helpful in um, getting us back to normal, right? Everybody wanna wanna you know they wanna take masks off. Everybody want to go back to a bar club or out to eat too. I want to sit in a movie theater. I don't want to wear a mask and sit in a movie theater. I want to go in a movie theater and, 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 you know, and watch a movie and enjoy the movie without the, the thought of, man, breathing and inhaling in all these different particles, virus particles, and, and, and maybe I didn't inhale it. And next thing you know, I'm, you know, 12% out of that 12%, I get that breakthrough or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't want to put my kids in that type of a situation to where, you know what I mean? They got to deal with that. So my whole, my whole thing is, is that mandating has more benefits than entrusting people just to get vaccinated. That, that means that we're doing, we're, we're moving to get the country to get back to where it needs to be. But it also means that we know because of the mandate that the vaccine is safe and infectious against hospitalization and death. And it's uh, it's good. It has a certain percentage of protection against infection around 60 and 70 percent against infection. That means 30 percent of the people are experiencing a breakthrough, which what they should encounter if you got 30 percent. But we're not seeing them in large droves. So even if you do experience a breakthrough, your symptoms just feel like a little a common head cold or something like that. You shake it off in 24, 48 hours and you right back at it. But my, we, we have to get to a point to where we can do things. Listen, I had to work from home. I'm a person who don't mind getting up early in the morning and driving to work. Like I used to drive in the snow just in the ice just to get to work. I would like to do that one day, even though they may not ever send me back in the center. But I'm just saying like that risk that that whole thrill of riding on ice and laughing at everybody stopping on hills. It used to crack me up. But long story short, man, I just well, let me get to my point. I just really think that we have <laughs> to be patient. We really need to be patient. We, we do need mandates. They have. They have benefits. You don't want to stand and be served by a waiter who got COVID and she coughing. Mm-hmm. You want to be sitting in a restaurant and they got COVID and they coughing and your <laughs> nine-year-old does not have a vaccine. And because you don't have a mask on, everybody else at the table ain't got a mask on. And the next thing you know, in, in, in 48 hours or so, someone in that bunch starts to develop symptoms. That's the problem is that irresponsibility of others can lead to a huge problem for many. I'm going to give you an example. The, the kid, the dad was vaccinated, but he was immunocompromised. Um, the dad was overweight, he had diabetes, had a whole bunch of things going on. He's had two shots. He was going to go get a, a third shot, get his booster shot. And um, he ended up getting a booster shot. Right when he got his booster shot, his, and he's immunocompromised, his son contracts covid both of them are adults. His son comes around his father, not knowing that he actually had COVID. He infects his father. 
And the brother who wasn't there, who stayed somewhere else, gets a call that his father and his brother are both dead from COVID. What? Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to slow it down. All right. Father is immunocompromised. He, he had both doses, but he's immunocompromised, meaning that him having the chances of having protection against, you know, against the virus was less likely and he needed a booster. However, he had just got a booster shot when it became available. But his son was unvaccinated, comes in the house with his father. He had contracted COVID unknowingly, but he is around his father, right? He ain't trying to get no vaccine, but he contracts it unknowingly, goes around his father, spreads it to his father in less than a week, bro. Now, let's just say 10 days. Him and his father are both dead because it was reported a week after. So we don't know the specific the date, but this, this was on CNN. And the brother finds out, he's like, my brother and my father are dead from this virus. My brother was unvaccinated. My dad was immunocompromised and just got a booster shot. Think about that. I'm saying someone that's unvaccinated walks into the vicinity of someone who's vaccinated but immunocompromised makes them susceptible of contracting the damn virus that can kill them. We ain't even thinking like that. We ain't thinking, man, let me stay away from my pops. I know I ain't ain't getting the vaccine and stuff like that, and I know he's immunocompromised. Like, we ain't even trying to, like, stay away from that. Mm. So, yeah, nobody's thinking about that at all. They're not even putting it into perspective at all. So that's why it's important, you know, at least for me, for us, you know, to push as hard as possible to get vaccinated because you you fucking around and killing off your parents. And then let me highlight the compromised immune system situation. What 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 the information and data is basically saying, and the reason they approved the extra shot is because if you're immune compromised, your, your immune system is not actually producing the right amount of antibodies based off of what we normally get from the shot. So it might produce less. Why? Because your immune system is compromised. So that's why they approved, you know what I'm saying, an extra shot for those who have compromised immune system. That that makes sense. That doesn't mean the vaccine's not working. That means that your immune system is not taking it. Everybody's immune system is a little different. Right here, we got the tracking of infectiousness, okay? Scientists use the basic measure to track the infection, the infectiousness of a disease called the reproduction number, also known as the RO or R not. It says this number tells us how many susceptible people, on average, each six sick person will in turn infect. And so you got the MERS, right? That's 0.8. That's an infected person right there in the middle, y'all see it? And 0.8. So how the hell can you not infect the whole person? It's in the numbers. Influenza, 1.5 people. Ebola, 2.0 people. COVID-19, 2.5. MERS, 3.5. Mumps, 4.5. Rubella, 6.0. Smallpox, 6.0. And the highest number here, is uh, 16.0, all right? That's with the measles. It says measles top the list 
being the most contagious with a RO range of 12 to 18. This means a single person can infect on average 12 to 18 people in an unvaccinated population. Just wanted to make that there so y'all can kind of get that. Matter of fact, I want to put this in the chat for y'all, man. Man, go ahead and whip out y'all um, pseudo killers folder, man. Y'all have a pseudo killers folder, uh, yeah, science junk well, folder. Yes. They, I need to I need to say something because American Dream act like I, I make up stuff. So I put an article. You, cut me in, off in the middle. you still can't cut me off. I got you. Let me finish. You should have a pseudo killer folder. You should have a science science Sean folder. And you should have a Kofi Potsai research team. Masi can't wait for all these folders so you can get different types of information. Yeah, American Dream, he's just talking because he at work. He's claiming he's at work, so he definitely won't get on the panel. But you want to address him? Go ahead. Yeah, so he was like, I, I haven't seen any of the data talking about the things that Sean said is what he said, right? Well, you got so, the book. Tell him buy the book. Yeah, he ain't going to buy the book. Yes, he is. Ain't your uh, American Dream. You wouldn't dare do that. Nah, Challenge a nigga, but I'll find the book. <laughs> nah, he liked me. He liked the other people. But anyway, oh, so there was a there's a study that was published in Washington State in March. All right, they found that one dose of mRNA vaccine people who had recovered booster levels of neutralizing antibody against all SARS-CoV variants up to a, uh, a thousand fold. And several other studies have found that vaccine doses after infection cause sky high spikes in antibody levels. Some data has also suggested that antibody levels in vaccinated recovered or even higher than people who only been vaccinated. Overall, the variable immune response to infection lower neutralizing against Delta and the clear boost in protection from a very safe, highly effective vaccine make a strong argument for vaccinating the recovered. <laughs> so in that argument there, they are pushing that to vaccinate the other. Now, I just ran down hybrid immunity. I just ran down vaccinated, and then I just told you what unvaccinated people needed to do. Now, if you want me to go further, to go back to what I said earlier, I can go back and I can tell you that they did the studies. The studies were presented, and they found out exactly what was going on. These people who have been infected, they don't have a certain level of protection that vaccinated people are getting. Because we have, if I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it for you, I'm gonna say the spike, right? You, you've been induced with a messenger that trains your immune system how to develop the defense mechanism against the encounterment of the spike protein. Natural infection does not train the immune system to recognize the spike. So, in layman terms, Natural infection doesn't train you to recognize the spike, but the vaccine-induced immunity does, providing a better protection against a foreign pathogen when it re-encounters that or when it comes into contact with that pathogen. That's all I want to say, bro. I concur with everything you just said, John. Everything you just said is spot on. There's no, uh, again, there's no disagreement with, with anything you just said. That's a fact, hard fact. The, exactly. the mRNA, the mRNA is designed to uh, uh, to target the the the, the actual uh, mechanism 
that allows for cell penetration. So that is a higher level of, of protection. You Once you prevent the, the, the virus from being able to infect the cell, then the virus is rendered useless. It's in the cell that it needs to replicate. So the spike protein offers a higher level of protection. That's uh, the, the, the vaccines offer a higher level of protection versus uh, uh, natural infection. Yep, I agree. I agree with everything. If you know what the mRNA vaccine is about, you would know that from the beginning. So Sean's correct. Yeah, that's spot on. Then it's measured, then it's, then it's measured out. So you might, like, I, I think uh, we talked about it earlier about how you might not even catch severe disease and you don't develop a whole lot of uh, um, B and T cells like that, right? And so your immunity can wane. At least with the vaccine, we know how much it's going to stimulate the immune system, right? And what type of immunity you're going to get because it's been measured out. It's been through the clinical trials. So like, like we've always said from the beginning, sometimes your body can cause a better immune response in the vaccine, and then sometimes it's the other way around. Cedric talked about, yo, it's a different vector, and different vectors do different things, and all viruses aren't created equally. I would like to say that, man. But that, man, I think we didn't got it in the day, man. I don't want to drag it all out, man. I think it's been a great show. Make sure you check us out on Friday at 8.30, man. Uh, we're breaking out the book. What, right? science, what coronavirus taught me from Sean. Breaking out the damn book, all right? What I'm going to do is I'm buying like a thousand copies and I'm turning the forward out and I'm mailing all the food. Okay. <laughs> Who wrote that? It's all Who wrote the all that information. Too much. It's too much information. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. Let me clear this up for American Dream. Yes, absolutely, American Dream. The sicker you are, now this is this is published data across the board. This is not hard to find at all. The sicker you are, the better the, the immune better response. immune response you have. Yes. That's this is fact. with any with anything. If you if you're asymptomatic, bro, but with COVID specifically, the studies that have been published have told you that you have a stronger immune response against, I mean, when you've had a severe reaction. Yes. Then you the, did having less of a reaction. Yes, the severe reaction is your, the sicker you are is the, 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 the intensity of your re immune response. That means the amount of cytokines you produce, the amount of IgG, IgM you produce, uh, the B cells, the macrophages, the intensity of that production, us feeling sick is the immune system working. The sicker you get, the better the immune response. Yep. I agree again, and as, that, as Sean said, that goes with any virus you get. Anything, so, yeah, yeah. So you're, it's just, yeah, that's just I got mumps. I got mumps twice. The first time, only on one side, minor, uh, minor, minor symptoms didn't uh, got uh, got swollen enough, and we thought, yes, he developed immunity. No, the next year I got mumps again. Now full blast, both sides swollen, the whole sickness because I did not get sick enough the first time around. That's, that's just a fact. Yep, I agree totally.
this uh, but to to my point man this is this is what you have to deal with when you're looking at natural immunity like when you're looking at natural immunity versus vaccine immunity they they're telling you in the studies specifically the studies are designed to to understand these type of things and that's the answer the answer is people with a more severe case of COVID-19 have better protection that's common sense yep well, yeah. well, 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 common, common sense. Well, you're right. Well, not common, I'm sorry. That's a bad choice word. Common sense is a bad, bad choice word because I'm against common, the common sense word. That's just but a fact. It, yes, it's just it's just a sign. It's, it's just what the evidence or a scientific fact. Yep. Yep. Explain you, can, why. you can conclude on that as a scientific fact that the more severe reaction you have, the better your protection is. Mm -hmm. yep. having SARS-CoV-2 once you know you have to deal with that because people are misreading that they're under the impression that just because you've had COVID that it provides you greater immunity than a vaccine it doesn't mm -mm. the, no, the it vaccine doesn't. remains false. vital go look at science.org they have an article call, called Having SARS-CoV-2 once confers much greater immunity than a vaccine, but vaccination remains vital. They're going to tell you that because yes. you get when you get into it and it talks about the, the severe infection, it's going to get to all of that. And then they still, at the end of the day, when you get done reading all that, they're going to say, go get the vaccine. Go get the vaccine. A, a combination of being infected <laughs> And getting the vaccines offers you the highest level of immunity. Like in my case, I got it the reverse. I got the vaccine, got naturally infected. So I got the natural booster. So Cedric, Mr. Jump Down. All right, so here, watch this. Common sense. Watch this. Sound practical judgment. So we're not saying it's not sound or practical judgment. That is, this is the key point right here, yo. That is independent. Independent means separate from. Independent of specialized knowledge. So what we're giving you right now is specialized knowledge. Training, training, right? Or the like. Then it goes and say normal native intelligence. So your normal native intelligence, yo, ain't going to tell you how evolution works. Your normal native intelligence ain't going to tell you about vaccine science, immunology, virology, right? Your normal native intelligence, you know what I'm saying, ain't going to give you all the answers you need in specific situations. It's just not. It's just your practical sound judgment. But, but it's independent of specialized knowledge. What we're giving you is specialized knowledge. That's why we make the statement Common sense is an enemy to science. Now y'all got it. Now y'all understand what it is. Because what it is, is just what it is. We just not here making stuff up, man. We're, we're all intelligent. We all possess common sense. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the things that are common. Because common sense will tell you when a fighter jet flies over your head and you look and you see the jet and you hear the sound over there, you be like, damn. But common sense would say that the sound should be with the daggone jet. 
That's your common sense. But specialized knowledge allows you to see that that particular plane has broken the sound barrier, meaning it's riding and it's broke through the sound barrier and it's ahead of the sound. That's specialized knowledge that you can only get from learning and doing scientific experimentation. This is how you right. get it. Or tested time or, or things learned over time. Okay, and you write it down and you go, okay, okay, we got it. You're just not going to dive a band, know why the daggone plane is there, but the sound is here. You're not just going to go, oh, yeah, like, basically, no, that's not your common sense, no. See, I I hope I explained that well, man. Look, appreciate everybody came on the panel, man. Make sure y'all support the families, man. Um, Pussy Pie Research Team and all the damn books. Master Clan William, all the damn books. Um, Raw Squad and all the damn books. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Pseudo Killers channel. Subscribe, man. We need, we need to have about 2,000 subscribers, man. Man, pass these shows on to a friend. You know I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I be on my best behavior. All right? By now, I should have figured it out. Stop cussing the pseudo out. So I'm not cussing them out. Okay, I'm giving them a I'm not giving them a break. I just want to find a better way of doing that, man. So yeah, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. Appreciate the hard work, okay, uh that has been produced by my brother Sean. I'm gonna buy a hundred copies, turn out the forward, and send y'all the full. I'm joking. <laughs> It's going to be too much information. It's going to be too source style. Your heads are going to go like this. And then it won't be a need for the show because you'll have it all in that damn book. You can actually get it and read it and be like, man, this is what I've been waiting for. Then you won't have to listen to my loud ass no more. You lucky, Sean. You lucky, my man, yo, because I buy them all up. Every time you make, I buy them all up. You lucky, boy. Luck, luck down man. Luck. Damn, damn book, man. What the hell he think he is making a book in the middle of a damn pandemic to educate black people? Who he thinks he is? He's a smart man. That's what they saying. I done heard a person on the post say, "Boy, is he the expert?" Nigga, did you read the title? He's saying what he learned about it. Hmm. That's a smart nigga. He thinks he's a smart nigga. He might book. You know we don't read books, you know. We use our common sense. Common sense say, white man is trying to kill us. He's trying to kill us with that vaccine. You know what he is? Because the stinky. See, that's your common sense. I just want to show you my common sense. Hey, man, look, man, we like having fun around here, man. Seriously. Adrian, you want to close us out, Adrian? The Kung Fu, Karate, Shaolin Temple Man, Drunken Style, Eagle Claw, uh, oh, Viper Style, Drunken Master, Guy. What was that article that Sean had said, science.org, uh, natural immunity because I, I got a friend of mine who uh had COVID and he nearly died because he caught that from his big brother 
And then I asked him when he got better, I was like, hey, brother, you going to get the vaccine? He was like, no, nah, man, you know, my body already got enough antibodies. So I'm going to shoot that to my brother. In the back All right, here you go. Look in the chat. Well, hell, yo, since he almost died. <laughs> that's gonna help you with antibodies that's that that the moral of the story is that it's when you have severe but the thing is he does want to get vaccinated and the reason that he wants to get vaccinated is because he doesn't know the long-term damage of what the virus can do or if it's still spreading in certain places of his body just because he's recovered from it. Mm -hmm. You don't know. You, there's a lot of like when you get in. These are things that infected people don't know. They don't know when they cleared the virus. They just only assume that they feel better. They don't know if anything long term is progressing in their bodies. They just feel like certain things just don't feel the way they felt, before. you know, after they got infected. So it, there's there's some unknown. You, they need they need to get the protection, mm. but it would only boost like people with that had severe reaction that would boost their protection. And it would it, especially they get an mRNA. Not they don't get Johnson and Johnson. They get Moderna or Pfizer. Yeah. That the, either one of those that mRNA vaccine in them with the protection they have right now. They like I said, hybrid immunity. At the end That's of the day, the number it's, one. It's the best protection. That's the best protection, hybrid immunity. And again, I'm going to reemphasize, getting naturally infected isn't an option. We have a vaccine. It's a preventable disease. Hey, Sean, don't go slave. <laughs> He's a funny guy, man. Hey, y'all know that Chatty Patty, right? Y'all supposed to hit that link, man. Y'all get too slick, man. You got you to gotta hit that link, man. What y'all want me to do today, man? Yeah, hey, Avian, the, uh, the thing is in the chat. In the, uh, right here. You can grab that. You can grab that. Hey, so I, gave you, I gave you uh, three things that you could use, bro. Yeah, Why just get everyone should get a COVID shot. Natural versus vaccine-induced immunity. And then the uh, having SARS-CoV-2 once confers, once confers much greater immunity. You got to be careful. Yeah, we're going to... The title, yeah, it says, once, once confers, you know what I'm saying, much greater immunity vaccine. So you have to go in there and, and, and get with that. But there's a reason why that they are telling you, hey, look, you still need to get vaccinated. And I'm telling you, it's it's got everything to do with the vaccines, um, the vaccine's ability to train the immune system to recognize that spike. Children mm violation. -hmm. So yeah, you, you want to deal with that, but people don't understand. I mean, I, I like the question, American Dream. I just wish that you would understand it a little bit better. What I'm what I'm saying because uh. Well, what what is he? What Natural Dream saying? He's saying what? I don't know. You know, sometimes he act like he gonna get the vaccine. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, he better stop. He don't gotta get about that's, What's my what's my um? Hold on. He said, hold on. He says, point me to the data that says asymptomatic people are likely to get a breakthrough, proving they have weaker immunity. Huh? What? what? I don't have to. Okay, so what? American Dream. What? That's what? easy. I've already done that. The Kentucky said, study. The Kentucky study states that. 
um, that that uh, naturally infected people are 2.34 times more likely to be reinfected. Story's yeah. over with. No, we got, we got we got we got we got Lamar Jackson. He missed the 12 and 13 game of the season and was reinfected again in training camp. That's your example, real time. That's a fact, though. We like, I don't know, like, 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 I, I, I'm saying, like, humans wasn't supposed to just stay dumb. Like, we supposed to continue to escalate and elevate our thinking. So to think that we still should be practicing Stone Age medicine means you've never actually studied Stone Age cultures. You act like it was 8.2 billion people on planet Earth during the Stone Age. No, it wasn't. You would have bands of humans, bands of 20 maybe, and they were spread out sparsely, right? On the continent of Africa. Wasn't nowhere else. Spread out 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 300 miles of peace, maybe. You're not going down the street to see grandma. All right. So you're not you're not in ecological niches where where, where animals, you find your little area, clear area, and you good. Right? The advent of domestication, right? Brought the animals closer to you. Matter of fact, it brought you right outside your damn house. I have it, it did it. That's what it did for that. And you domesticate them and you lived amongst the animals for real now because they right there. You have domesticated them. You have dogs, you have cattle, okay? Right there for you. You're handling cattle, you're not just hunting, right? And everybody, the baby can walk by, rub the cow, rub the dog, rub the cow, whatever the hell, rub it. Put his hand in his mouth, whatever the hell. Then you got farming. So now you know the clan, right? They they not they 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 not going out on hunting parties. Ten of them go out on hunting party. Uh, uh, eight come back because you got eight up. Now you ain't got to go out as much to hunt because you got grains, right? So every now and then we go on a hunting party and bring some meat back. Okay, now you can you can support a large community now because yo we got too many people here though. Y'all got to break off that hunting shit and we ain't bringing them back. Y'all break off get your own shit. Now everybody can parlay a little more. Now we now we can parlay. We got the invention of jars. We can keep grains and waters. Now more people. So now it ain't 20 no more. It's 300 now. Domestication now. Larger societies now. Now, now, now we're not only walking the trails, we're starting to really carve out the trail, we're starting to trade on the trail. Now you see large societies with the European like to call civilizations. No, we was always had civilizations, right? That's their way of looking at it. But now you have large amounts of uh, domesticated animals, uh, large amounts of human beings, and, and we're, now we're closer together now. Okay, uh, add in, watch this, add in modern times now. Okay, uh, uh, European cities was crowded. Okay, uh, Indian, India crowded, right? Look, look at look at where we at now. N -n now, how about your modes of transportation now? So back in those periods where even, even if you had farming and domestication, it would still take a couple of days to get you to the next city. So maybe something breaks out in this city, 
right? Take a couple of days to get there. Maybe your ass dropped dead before you get there. You only get a chance to infect other people. Now you got railroads, right? That connect cities. Now you got planes and boats. What about the boats that brought the rats? We talked about this earlier. To the new world. I like to look at it, the new world as, as what we call uh, uh, old world and the new world. I like to say old world immunity, new world immunity. Can I- That's what I like to say. And I say this because it was the infectious diseases from the old world that actually conquered the new world. It wasn't the mighty, mighty white people that they keep acting like was all that. It was actually, right, the diseases, right, the infectious diseases that they put. Their immunity was old. They was amongst the Africans. They, they, they had spread smallpox and we had rebounded from it and got again to rebound. Our body was used to fighting certain things. New world had been separated from the human population for a while, but not enough to evolve into a different species, but long enough to have different types of immunities to things. There were also infectious diseases that people got when they came over here, like yellow fever, you know, different things like that. Syphilis. Right. Those things were were passed on to the people that was coming to colonize. The point I want to make here is that now you got ships coming. Boom. African ships. You got cities are starting to be built. The West, you go from taking uh, 30, 40, 60, 70, 80, 90 to 100 days to get from New York to the West. Now you catch a daggone train. Then they build subways. Right. So you can get sick. Right. And go downtown and pass it to somebody that will go on their way to the airport. You can brush bomb on the bus. You can brush by a person, cough. They get it. They get off the daggone subway. They end up uh, at, at O'Hara Airport and they get on the plane and cough while they're on a the damn plane. And you go into Africa and now you get somebody sick all in the day. So those herbs that was cool in the Stone Age that can maybe help, it never was going to cause an immune response, but it might help soothe some of the symptoms. Definitely ain't got a chance now, ladies and gentlemen, because we live in projects. Stacked on top of each other, you walk out the house, you bump into the neighbor in the hallway, transferring of diseases, bacteria, we're surrounded by bacteria, 10th to the fifth power. So this is why when people like Riza Islam want to take you back to the grass and grains and vitamins and, and quote unquote elderberries and chicken noodle soup and navy beans, because he walks around with navy beans in his pocket, that's why them dudes is dangerous because it makes no sense based off of the based off of the movement of human beings in different ecological niches that used to be occupied by animals. We're living in close proximity, we live in projects. You can't even pee outside your door without pissing on the neighbor's house. Your kids go up to the fence or, or, or run next door to them. Like we're all there now. It's an arms race against infectious disease. That's why, you know, we teach the community evolution. That's why we, if, if you've been following our channels, you was prepared, 
right? You were prepared for this. You, 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 you was prepped on who Charles Darwin was. You was prepped on who Al Jaheed was. You was prepped on all of that. You was ready for this serious conversation. Hey, look, with that, man, look, we out of that, man. Appreciate that, man, right? I just wanted to kind of let you know, hey, you know, why we do you. what we do. We do it, right, because we care about you. We do it because we are ahead of the time. We do it because the first presentation, the first, the first, the first, let me say, the actual first organizing of information that's why it's proper for the brother Lisa's book. But the first organizing of information was done by brother Sean. He organized and he did a presentation, right? So it's proper for him to have the first book on the subject, right? But y'all been ready for this conversation. It's the most intelligent channels on the internet, right? Designed by us for y'all, right? You know, for the hood, for the middle class, for the rich black folk, for the intelligent black folk, for the black folk who don't feel like reading. Yo, this is what we do. We here for y'all. Go ahead, Sean, man. Close us out, bro. No, I just appreciate everybody, man, tuning in again. You know what I'm saying? Um, the book is in the description of any video that you see on the Science with Sean chat, especially the latest ones. It's on Unk's page. It's uh, on, my, on my Facebook page. And any information that you think is disinformation, I challenge you to challenge the information because I don't spread disinformation, American Dream. So that was a nice try. But um, anytime that I tell you that asymptomatic people are more susceptible of that, and I give you the study, it's called the Kentucky study. I just checkmated you. You're out the door. <laughs> so I don't understand how you can't comprehend that. I gave you a study that actually showed they didn't say people with severe COVID were 2.34 times more likely. They said naturally infected who had little to no response were 2.34 times more likely to be reinfected. So you have to pay attention to the data and adhere to the information. These studies are telling you everything that you need to know. Also, as far as the Israel study goes, the Israel study also confers that hybrid immunity Infection plus vaccination was the best protection out of that whole Israel study. Remind you that they only did Pfizer. Pfizer was the only vaccine used in the study. So you really don't even really want to use the Israel study as an overall data. You're in America. Your name is American Dream. You need to look at American studies. You need to find out what, what's going on in our environment, in our climate, and what we're dealing with. That's all I get. All right, that's what it is, man. Appreciate you, man. Um, this was a great show, man. We start, we talked about diversity, and I just wanted, I wanted y'all to see the level that we have over here, man. We talked about human diversity, all that, shit, all that fit into the Egyptian conversation, all that fit into the vaccine conversation, because it's evolution, scientific literacy. With that, man. Hey, look, make sure y'all be there eight thirty Friday, man. May we have that book party, man. All right, man, we celebrating excellence, man. Make sure y'all come in, man. Make sure y'all hit the link, join in. You know what I mean? Get a brother. They say it's flowers, man. Man, I ain't giving no damn minutes flowers, man. Just give them that goddamn just do. When they do something right, man, let us know. Let y'all know that he did that shit right, man. With that, man, we out. Black African power.